It's been way too long, and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese. Followed by Quainton What's up, guys? Welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives this week. We are here this week for our very special Blinkmas episode. Blink-182 episode. We're doing something new here. It's going to be a Top 5 Blink-182 songs, but it's not going to be a traditional Top 5 list. We have made a March Madness-style bracket, and... We've put in, I'm like, I, I'm a massive Blink-182 fan, my favorite band, if I haven't mentioned this on any other episodes. So I chose what I thought are the absolute best songs to have in a bracket. Some fan favorites, obviously all the singles, some deep cuts. We have it very nicely rounded out. And we're going to go through this bracket there's a link for it on all our socials so you can get it and follow along. Um, and we're going to go through, we're going to crown a winner and we're going to make a top five that way. We're going to have, obviously there'll be the final four in the matchup, which will be the top four. We'll vote on a fifth and then we'll obviously get down to number one eventually so that we have a proper top five list. And we have a very special guest today. Very special guest. We have fellow diehard Blink fan and my best friend in the world, David Kramer, joining us today. What's up, Kramer? What's up? Thank you. I'm. I'm what an introduction. Hey, I mean, when when you when you got the big guns, you gotta you gotta make it known. And That's true. That's true. The fact that we have you, me, and Mike on on the podcast together right now, I mean, this is just unbelievable. Did we do we mention the uh, the two oh three ness that's uh, in the studio? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we. It's do. at an all time high. Actually, we've never had three two oh three years at once. I mean, just, just happy to be here. You know, just happy hey, to be here. Three guys from Southern Connecticut. What are you gonna do? You know, New Haven Pizza. Shout out. Um, you know what else? What. Three guys with some serious nicknames. Wow. So true. We've yeah. got, obviously, you know, you guys have listened. You know, everyone calls me Town. Mike, they call him PTM. And then here we got Kramer, also formerly known as Party Dave. And the list goes on. The Cream list goes on. Oh. Cream cheese. Cream dog. Cream Erica. <laughs> To list a few. Not to mention the Shuck a Duck saga. I mean, oh, that that's 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 for another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is definitely for another time. But Shuck a Duck indeed. So look, I want to give a little background here. Kramer and I, we met in third grade. Uh, best friends ever since. And 
one of the things linking us together that not necessarily all our friends agreed on growing up is that we very, very early on learned that Blink-182 is the best band in the entire universe. And so many nights spent just blasting their albums and specific memories to certain songs. <sighs> Got a shout out, just blasting feeling this while driving around the 203. But uh, yeah, it's just, there's just such a history with us with Blink. We've done so many epic Blink related things together. We'll have to, I guess one that I'll just say right now is when they initially got back together in 2009 and did their reunion tour. Kramer and I met in New York City for the biggest show on the tour at Madison Square Garden. Got front row on the floor by complete coincidence. We literally walked up to the security guard of like the massive GA line for the floor. People, people camped out. For hours, literally from like probably 4 a.m. It was and insane. We just were let in as we were walking to ask just, a question. First people. Yeah. Just walked up, just walked up to security guard like a bunch of idiots. Excuse me, is this the line? Like, of course, it's the line. There's a line of people that are wrapping we, around. We knew exactly what we were doing. Is this the line? Yeah. Go ahead in. And then we <laughs> sprinted to an empty Madison Square Garden floor. I put my finger through the one of the little cracks in the floor to, to touch the ice. Oh, my God. I remember that. Go Rangers. And then it, it was the the best Blink-182 show that will ever be a Blink-182 show. Ever. And we were front row against the barricade right in front of Mark. And the security guard who, who for whatever reason, loved us. I mean, well, I guess I, I understand. We were, we were like the only cool people at the front that weren't being annoying. And he gave me the stage set list after, which I needed to make a bus back to Boston. This was when I was at BU. The bus left, no joke, like, 15 minutes after the show ended and I see that Mark has come out and is signing autographs and I, I go, holy fuck, if I get him to sign this set list, I'm going to frame this thing. It's going to be incredible. That was like the greatest concert ever. I end up sort of people saw that I had the set list and sort of allowed me to push towards the front, which was nice of everyone. He signs it. I sprinted to the bus and made it on with about two minutes to spare. Incredible. Um, bottom perfect, line. Perfect night. Perfect night. And we've gone to many, many other Blink shows together over the years. But bottom line, Blink is very important to both of us. I consider us both very big fans that know the entire discography. And on the other hand, we have Mike, who has been, of course one of my best friends for a very long time now. We're looking at, shit, Mike, we're looking at 13 years of knowing each other. And throughout all that time, never didn't like Blink, but just never, never dove into them. Never really went into the discography and, and listened to everything. A lot of times over the years was like, you know, you got to one day give me the Blink rundown and, of course, Kramer and me being so close, Mike met Kramer long, long ago, probably 12 or 13 years ago at this point. 
their friends as well. He knows we're obsessed. Finally, in 2019, when Mike visited in Los Angeles from London, he looked at me one day, he said, all right, give me the fucking rundown. So I gave him the whole spiel. Finally, this past week, he has actually taken the plunge, listened to all their songs. And so it's going to be very interesting to see and hear about Mike's picks because I have no idea what he may or may not think about the band, different eras and whatnot. So I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to you, Mike, like give you the floor for a few to talk a little bit about, about blank. Yeah. I was, I was reflecting on our two hour blink discussion where you explained everything about blink to me. <laughs> and, and I realized that the only, only two hours is before, <laughs> before we left the car and you're explaining to me about carousel. That's the only part I remember. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the beginning of the band, the formation. Yeah, of the band. I don't remember anything after that. Oh uh, but no, yeah. So definitely the biggest deep dive of Blink for me. Obviously, you know we're the same age, We've grown up in the, the age of Blink, so I'm familiar with you know their bigger songs, but uh, never, never fully. You know, I, I don't know if I never gave them a chance or just never totally gravitated to it. But obviously, I've gone through 64 songs here. A bunch that I hadn't heard before, so some some new ones to add to the rotation. But I'm definitely nowhere near, and will never be, the level of fandom that you guys are at. Nor do I aspire to. The thing that I like about it, though, about the three of us, other than how much I just genuinely like the three of us, is <laughs> that it's a good ranking because, like, Justin, like, he, you know, he doesn't just like Blink One Eighty Two; he has a problem. Um, and me on the other hand they're also my favorite band of all time but I don't quite have that same problem Um, so it's like a good middle and then you have Mike who is still we'll say like the demo right but a lot of these songs were the first time that he's heard them so I think um, I think it's a good spread it is and especially knowing I know where you and I each sort of lie in the general taste of Blink-182 Kramer, like what we like within the band and what maybe some stuff you don't like that I like and vice versa. And, and we like every single goddamn song they've ever made, but there's obviously different layers of what we like, what we're not as into. And with Mike, he's a total wild card to me. And I love wild card, complete wild card. And, and this is where the fun's going to get because there's going to be – I already know where some of the debates are going to happen. And Mike's going to come in and just just close the door on it. He is. Yeah. And and that's – you know, with only three people, obviously, you know, we're going to talk about each matchup and sort of vote on them and it will come out two to one or, or three now. And I have equal power with no knowledge of the band as both of you. So that feels good. Wow. Well, I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Let me just say that. I love it. Without so further ado, I have a, Wait, I have a disclaimer. I have a disclaimer. This is actually no. Go ahead. Let's introduce it, and then maybe I'll say this at some point. No. Now we. Now I'm curious. Now I'm like okay. on the edge of my seat. I just thought. First of all, J Town did a phenomenal job with this bracket. I have to say, and thank you. Thank you. You just have so many options here that it's going to test you. 
and it's going to test you because as someone, if, if you are listening to this and you fill out this bracket for yourself, which is really fun and nostalgic, um, it, it's like, do you go with a banger or do you go with a song that you love that might not be a hit? Because we're trying to find the top five Blink songs. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean your favorite top five Blink songs? Does that mean what you would think the general public would say the top five are? And I think you do a little bit of both and you kind of get pulled. And I think we're going to see that during the course of this this conversation. You, you couldn't have said it better. I, I, I can't agree more. And I know that I spoke a little bit to you this week. I spoke a little bit to Mike this week. And it sounds like we all had that exact same, that exact same dilemma of exactly what you said. Do I pick my favorite song? Does what the song means to the world matter in my pick? And it's like, there's some songs that maybe aren't my favorites, but I just have so many memories attached because they're such big songs. It's like, there's so much that I feel like fed into it. And I think you're right. You do. It's somewhere in the middle where you meet, you, you pick and pull and it's going to get, it's going to get ugly. I'll tell you what though. It's a good time. If you're a fan of blank, fill out the bracket. It's, it's, pretty fun and uh you know leave a leave a comment below let us know who your top five are yes we'd love to hear your top five and without further ado i think it's time to jump into this thing boys what do you think let's do it yep all right so we're gonna start we've got we've got obviously we're gonna denote the divisions by northeast southeast northwest southwest we're gonna start with the northeast division and we're going to start with the matchup of Damn It versus Family Reunion. Wait, that's, that's Northwest. Northwest. Did I say Northeast? Northwest. Unbelievable. I'm, God. I, that's over. Well, let's that, call it. Nah, that was fine. That's over. We're never finding that. <laughs> okay. Just oh, to be clear, in case you're having compass yeah. trouble. <laughs> I, mean, I even have a, I have, a, I have a globe in front of me. I'm all fucked up. Uh, I, I pasted a compass on my bracket. all right northwest division damn it versus family reunion to start us off i want mike to just do this one yeah okay i can i can do this one easily so damn it is a goddamn classic okay it's it's obvious uh it's gonna be hard for anyone to knock off damn it in the first round and let me just tell you, family reunion is trash. So, <laughs> <laughs> damn it, done. Oh my god! Wow, wow. I, I, I know that. See, this is the difference. This is the difference. Mike has no context to this ridiculous song. That's a family reunion. 100%. So of course he's gonna say it's trash. <laughs> it's like it's so funny like mike pretty much the whole basis behind family reunion is it was just a live thing they did that came out on their live album and it became this massive like 
fan thing where they would literally during their reunion tour after playing because they always close every show ever with damn it and they started playing family reunion actually after damn it and closing out the shows with it which is just outrageous but it's just a little joke song for me of course damn it no question goes on to the next round as well of course of course but wow just Kramer, he comes out of the back calling family reunion trash. Who is this guy? <laughs> see it? Uh, who the fuck is this guy? Fuck. Blowing it up, man. Wow. All right. This is an well, interesting one, this next one, I got to say. So this next one, which pits somewhat similar vibe songs on different albums against each other. We've got Going Away to College versus Story of a Lonely Guy. Kramer, you take this one first. I'm going to take this one first, just like I'm going away to college. Oh, wow. 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 Mike. I, so you're right. There's similar vibe songs. I feel like Story of a Lonely Guy felt maybe just a little bit more sort of real and honest. And so I went with Story of a Lonely Guy, which, which leaves it all to you, Tan. Wow. Well, for me, there was no question. Going away to college. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, I think one of their, even though I may not call it one of my personal favorites, if I had to like make a list of like whatever, five or 10, I still think going away to college is like one of those songs of theirs that's just so fucking well done in every single way. Yeah, it's up there for me. It's up there for me. It was just, it's um, one of those that brings me back. Mm-hmm. Now, next matchup, we're just going to go down the line of the division first. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Next matchup for me was a very, very difficult one. Pathetic versus Reckless Abandon. Pathetic, of course, the lead track off Dude Ranch, Reckless Abandon, number nine on Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I'll start, I'll, I'll lead this one off, guys. But for me, both of these songs are fucking incredible. Both not singles, both fan favorites, both incredible live and just, just great, great songs. And I'd say of all the first round matchups, this was one of the absolute hardest for me, but I had to go with my heart at the end. And there really is just nothing like the harmony in Pathetic and the trading off of vocals. So I went Pathetic. Okay, well, obviously with no context at all. Uh, going in, I, I ended up going with Reckless Abandon. I just I feel like the the chorus in that one is just super catchy. It is I know indeed. you did, Mike. I know you did, and I know you did for that reason. But I went with for, with pathetic. Wow, it's so good! It's so oh. good. But I knew Mike was going to go reckless, and it's that was one of the harder matchups on this this uh, this side of the bracket. Dude, that was a tough one. Wow, I was. Honestly, because I have such an attachment to that song, I was scared you guys might both go reckless, but this made me very happy. Very happy. I could have gone either way, I got to say. I could have gone either way. All right. 
This next matchup brings us a little little bit further down the down the chronological timeline. We've got Down from the Untitled album, and then we have Ghost on the Dance Floor, the lead track off their comeback album, Neighborhoods. Mike, you start this one off. I had not heard Ghost on the Dance Floor at all, and I will say I'm, I'm not a big fan, so I went with Down. Okay. I went with Ghost on the Dance Floor. I, am, I know you did. I'm not a big fan of Down. Like for their singles, that's maybe my least favorite of all their singles. Well, the answer is Down. Down, oh. down, down. Yes, I'm back on track. I am going to just say this, okay? And this is where this is where it's the the water just starts to get a little murky. The the tensions start to raise because neighborhoods. I this is the in my opinion, it's the greatest band ever. It's my favorite band. I love them. I love everything they do. Neighborhoods was not good. It it, it, it wasn't good. I just, disagree. Uh, that's the yeah. I mean, I there are songs that are good on it, but overall, it wasn't good. That being said, do I like listening to it? Yes. But is so it good? Yeah. Here's my argument for Neighborhoods. And I know Blink fans are very split on Neighborhoods. The, the negative of Neighborhoods in my eyes is that you have an album without any bridges. And songs especially Blink songs. Yes, some of their biggest hits don't have a bridge. A bridge, for anyone that doesn't know, is what is in between the second to last chorus and the final chorus. It's not like a verse. It's the bridge. Anyways, there are no bridges on Neighborhoods. There are only instrumental bridges. And one of Blink's strong suits in a lot of songs are their bridges. So thought it was a little bit lazy that they didn't come up with one for the entire album, 14 songs. But with that said, there's, and there's going to be more debate, I'm sure about this throughout this, you know, this podcast episode right now, but there's certain Blink fans that want Blink to just stay like Enema of the State forever and make Me. that type, <laughs> and make that type of pop punk music. And then there's the Blink fans that want to grow up with them and have them mature along with, you know, the fans that were there when they got big. And I'm more I'm more along those lines. And so I'm someone my favorite material is definitely the stuff from that sort of middle era of the band. I'd say early to middle era, like Dude Ranch, Enema, Take Off Your Pants untitled but like well i guess untitled's veering into this newer territory but like i thought untitled by most fans is considered their masterpiece whether or not it's your favorite album it's definitely the music musically the most interesting the most cohesive the most like there's the most going on in untitled that's the band's favorite album neighborhoods what i liked about neighborhoods is that it built upon that they tried to take the next step after having broken up, gone and had these side projects, you know, Mark and Travis with Plus 44, Tom with Angels and Airwaves. They came back together. They did Neighborhoods. And I like that it sounds like the natural progression of where each member was at in their lives musically. And 
and personally, and they've took that and put it into the record. The record's grown on me a shit ton over time. Ghost, Ghost is my Ghost on the Dance Floor is my favorite song on that record, but it really has grown on me, and I think on a lot of Blink fans, especially after recent years. And now, you know, Matt Skiba's in the band instead of Tom, and people have different opinions, of course, on those albums, California and Nine. But it, to me, my personal opinion, I love every Blink album, but I would have preferred if they continued, of course, with Tom and on that track that they got with Neighborhoods and then dog, Dogs Eating Dogs, which I think was incredible and such a nice hint at what was to come, rather than go the California Nine route where they're really trying to recapture the, the glory days. And it doesn't sound as... It, while I actually really like those albums it doesn't sound genuine like Enema of the State or Take Off Your Pants does because they were actually living it then. And even then they were a little bit old for some of the stuff they were talking about, but it felt real. And now it feels like a bit forced. And also they have fucking different songwriters writing the songs. It always was only Mark and Tom until Tom's gone. Now they hire all these, like there's like, 20 to 30 different credited writers on these albums it's like come on that's not to me that's you've that's a little that's you've gone pop like blink is a fucking band it's three guys and anyways that's my rant but down one that's how you really feel (laughs) (laughs) that's part of being a blink fan is if you don't shit on blink you're not a fan you're not a fan no We don't say how much Mark is annoying and never changes the set list and blah, 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 but we fucking love him. He's our hero. Then you're not a Blink fan. Well, in Uh, that case, I'm a goddamn super fan. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, down wins that round. And without further ado, we'll jump right into a California heavy round. This one, we pit two songs from California against each other. Bored to Death, and San Diego. This was the worst matchup on the board. This was the one matchup that you actually did a bad job. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I don't think so because here's the thing. Let me let me tell you why I did this. Bored to Death is obviously their single from the album, the biggest song from the album. San Diego is the fan favorite song from the album. And the album amongst the discography is not as highly regarded, of course, as the the biggest ones like Enema and fucking Takeoff and Untitled. So to do the biggest song off the album versus the fan favorite, you fucking knock it down, man. And (laughs) it's to me, it's an easy fucking answer for me. I mean, I, I was surprised that it took that it was so hard for you, Kramer, because no, it wasn't hard. It was just, just I just felt you could have spread these two out, but I like your explanation. Thank you. And I'll, I'll, I'll lead with my pick on it, but I picked undoubtedly, no questions, San Diego, the best song on the album. I, I also picked San Diego. So interesting. Well, so I'm going to bring in actually a, a fourth party into this mix. Um, my, Wonderful girlfriend who I love, Olivia, 
Um, she actually, I don't think she would consider herself a Blink-182 song. I actually know she wouldn't. Blink-182 fan. Fan. Or did I say song? A Blink-182 fan. <laughs> <laughs> She's just great as a Blink-182 song. Um, but she would not consider herself a fan. Yet she knows it. pretty much every single song on this list because amongst many road trips and car rides, I have made her listen to pretty much every song on this list. Most notably the California album, which I made her listen to on a two hour drive, probably 10 times because it was the day it came out. So she's well-versed in both of these songs. And I asked her, I asked her, and although, without any context, I just said, Olivia, this is the matchup. She knew, you know, the malarkey we were getting ourselves into with this and shaking okay. her head at it. And I asked her, and she said, even though I understand that Bored to Death is the single on that album, San Diego is the better song. So even someone who's forced to listen to it knows that San Diego moves on. In this wow. That's oh. what I like. All three of us, all four of us, shout out Olivia on the same page. Olivia sent me a great video last night, by the way, of Kramer preparing his bracket. Didn't show me the bracket, just just showed me him listening to some Blink. Um, it was epic. But uh, let's, let's all take a shot to Olivia right now. Take we a shot. It. Um, so San Diego moves on. I love it. Uh, next round, we go f- all the way from California, way back in time to t- 1997 and even earlier to 1994, I believe we have a song from Cheshire cat and a song from dude ranch. It's wasting time versus I'm sorry. I guess I'll lead with this one. Wasting time for me, no question. One of Oof. one of my favorite Blink songs. I went. I'm sorry. Well, I went wasting time. So you're oh right. my, my fucking man! My fucking man! Oh, that got me so pumped up. Um, with that said, I'm sorry is so good, and like. Yeah, Wasting Time is so good. Yeah, they're both fantastic songs. Um, that was that was a tough one. And just to just to keep it going, apparently I liked Pitten songs from the same album in this in this division. Next we have two songs from Enema of the State, the final two tracks on the album. We've got Anthem versus Wendy Clear. I'll lead. I haven't led. Please. Hey, let's let's wait for the Siren. Oh yeah, that's that's me. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. We got we got someone down. Someone's down out here. Okay, ready. I went Wendy Clear. I love that song. Wow. So I'll go next because I'm different and I don't know what Mike picked. I picked Anthem. I also picked Anthem. Get out of here, Craig. <laughs> Wendy Clear is so good. I actually, Josh, I'm really surprised you you picked Anthem. I'm actually really surprised. Okay, 
Wendy Clear, and I'm I'm sorry to any hardcore Blink fans listening because I know that's a very much loved song. Wendy Clear is, I think, my least favorite song on Enema of the State. And every single song is an absolute banger on the album, but Wendy Clear is, for me, my least favorite. Anthem, it's, it is literally anthemic in, in the, the big chorus, the wish my friends were 21, you don't belong. It just, it's such an amazing way to end one of the most iconic pop punk albums of all time. And it's, I actually think Anthem is better than Anthem part two. And for me, Anthem's just, it's, it's one of my favorite songs on Enema of the State. Here's the thing. I could make the exact same arguments, exact same arguments about Wendy Claire. It's, it's so true. The opening, like, I wish it didn't have to be so bad. Like it's, it's the same. I can make the same arguments. Also, it's a great. It's really just Mark first time. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's oh man. That's that's a loaded matchup right there. I'm glad we're not doing that one. <laughs> I know that would be that's a five hour podcast right there. Easy. People would get very mad. I still don't know who definitely. Was. I don't. I, think. I don't. I have no idea. I don't. No, you know. can't even. Yeah, you can't even give an opinion. Tom, anyway. end of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we have our <laughs> oh, moving on. <laughs> All right, the final first rounder from the Northwest Division, the heavyweight from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, first date versus the final song on the Dogs Eating Dogs EP, the last music that Mark, Tom, and Travis all released together. Pretty Little Girl featuring Yellow Wolf. All right, so I'll take this one. So I'd, I, oh man, so so Town and I have been dancing around discussing this bracket all week, like desperately wanting to say stuff, but like holding back as much as possible. However, I have come to learn that First Date is a bit of a loaded song. So maybe, Town, you could explain that after I give my pick. But it's an absolute classic. I'm going with First Date. However, I never heard Pretty Little Girl before, and I like it a lot. And this was a, a killer, killer matchup for me in round one. Pretty Little Girl's a really good song. Agreed. It's one of – it might be, I think, the best song they made after reuniting. Yeah, it was good. Also, like, Yellow Wolf, who I had never heard of before until that – Song How dare you? was great. <laughs> I know Mike is so. I'm like, I obviously, I know. but then that's how I knew who he was, which is awesome that that obviously opened it up to you. And like, and Yellow Wolf's the man. And like, I so I went first date as well. I'm I'm assuming Kramer did the same, but like, or yeah, you nah, said you did. I went Pretty Little Girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But it was one of the hard matchups. And, and Mike, I had a feeling you'd like it, because Ye- especially because Yellow Wolf was in it. But it really is such a great song. And it hurt me to put it against First Date. But with seeding, I was like, it's definitely one of the least known songs of every song that I'm putting on this whole thing. So I felt like I had to. But it it hurt. Because, I yeah, I think it's my favorite post-reunion 
Mark Tom Travis all together song. It's just great. The, the, the chorus is awesome. The verses are great by Tom. The rap, I actually think, is great and adds a lot from Yellow Wolf and just a great song. But first date marches on. Um, when did you realize, going back to Take Off Your Pants Jacket, mm-hmm. when did you realize what that album title actually said? Or sorry, yeah, the, the album. Well, I guess Mike, let's ask Mike first. I don't even understand the question. That's how far out of the game I am. Okay, so so we're going to I think we're going to reveal this to to Mike right now. So right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the so, answer. <laughs> so pretty much when you first got back in the day when like Kramer and I got take off your pants and jacket, I think we were in like maybe shit, 6th grade or something, but something it was yeah. Yeah, it was it was 2001, I believe. 2001, I think. Yeah, 2001. And we first got, yeah, for me Kramer, it took I think someone said it to me in school. I think that's like how a lot of people found out. But Mike, we're going to blow your mind right now, I think. Think about the title. Take off your pants and jack it. Well, I literally just never got that until the spin. So the, <laughs> the answer to the question is right now. 1 yeah, a.m. London time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God amazing. Yeah, it, it took me at least a year. It took me at least yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah, I think someone like said it to me eventually, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I guess that shows how, you know, we were not huge shitheads in sixth grade. At least not yeah. yet. <laughs> and it was seventh, and then, then things turned the corner. Yeah. And then, and we found out the, what the album title meant, and then it just led to. Don't know. It's, that's where it all starts. Head. Yeah. Um, wow. So we've made it through the first round of the Northwest Division. I'm gonna bring it right back up. First, well, next round. Damn it! Versus going away to college. Kramer, you want to take this one? Damn it, I do. Because it's damn it, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even have going away to college in this matchup, so it's damn it. <laughs> it's damn it, obviously. Uh, next one, we've got pathetic versus down. I'm going pathetic. I, I feel like I, I'm supposed to say pathetic, but I have down over reckless abandon regardless. So you pick down. Interesting. So you have down. Yeah, yeah I have I have pathetic. Love it. That's going to lead to a great matchup when we come back to it. Yep, that's that's a dude ranch showdown coming up. Um, next, we have San Diego versus wasting time. Kramer. Well, I didn't have wasting time, but either way, San Diego. I'm buying I went a one-way wait. ticket. I went. Wow, wow. I went wasting time. <laughs> it's it's wasting time. Oh, I mean that's buddy. fine. That's fine. That's fine. I I completely understand. I could I could go either way. I could go either way. Either way. Either way is fine. Uh, I guess you guys <laughs> just don't want to go see the cure. So whatever. <laughs> oh, but San Diego. Seriously, special shout out to that song. Best song, I think of uh, the Matsuki era. Um, yeah. 
And then we have Anthem versus First Date. Mike? First Date all the way. Of course. First Date. Has to be. It has Has to to be. be. And this for me, like I have to say, guys, like I really love Anthem. But First Date is one of those songs, besides that the song's just so fucking great, it has so many memories attached to it. The amount of times, Kramer, that we have sung this at karaoke out here in L.A., specifically at the Den, many other times as well. I mean, between karaoke, between the music video, which is one of the greatest music videos to ever exist, there's just so much history behind this song. And yeah, Mike, you got it this earlier, but there are a lot of the the deeper Blink fans that don't like First Date. They think it's sort of too simple. And, you know, the backstory for anyone that doesn't know behind First Date and bef- behind their other big hit off uh, the Take Off Your Pants album, Rock Show, is they submitted the album and the label didn't think they had any singles. And so they said, oh, we want some singles. Mark and Tom were each pretty pissed off about that. They thought they'd turned in an awesome album, which they had, by the way. And just pretty much as a fuck you to the label heads, they each went home that night and wrote a song. So in one night, and Mark wrote The Rock Show, and Tom wrote First Date, and Tom wrote like the most simple melody and lyrics and whatever that you could. And so, and then of course he brought it in, the labels thought that both the songs were genius. And we know the history today, but I mean, first of all, it goes to show just how easily these guys could crank out a hit back then. And also it's not, that's, I think what let leads a little bit to some people not liking it. I think they're all crazy. It's a fucking legendary song and we all agree. So first day it goes can, on. Can you believe that? Can you believe that you get what? told like what pressure that like I understand like look these guys have done multiple albums at this point but like that's incredible it, it, it you're just told like yo your album is actually like you it's almost good but it actually is terrible go home and fix it and then you just overnight get two of the biggest Blink-182 songs one of the biggest songs of that era it's like okay it's, sure sure Sure. It's just and and the fact that if you look at songwriting today and bands and and artists, first of all, unfortunately, it's become less more and more of a rarity for bands to actually write all their own material as we move forward in this this world. But the fact that these guys could not only were all writing all their own songs, but could fucking bang this out in a night is just insane. I mean, and, and to be fair to Tom. He just doesn't always put in the effort these days, except when he really gets into music again, which he is right now, I think, but with Angels and Airwaves. But the guy can still write a fucking hit. He just, he literally can bust out shit so quickly. He has so many ideas in his head. Just unfucking real. Um, can, I, can I make a shout out before we move on to the next please. thing? Just want to shout out. You mentioned the den. Just want to shout out the Den. It's a amazing, wonderful, magical bar on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. And you know what? They're not only a bar; they have great food. So you know, now's the time to support local restaurants, and um, they do a great burger 
they've expanded their menu over the last few years and give them a try. Please, please definitely give them a try. Our favorite bar in Los Angeles. We want to keep them afloat during all this. And also a special shout out as well. You know, we're going to spread the love around. If you find yourself downtown, please go to the stocking frame, which has incredible pizza, just great, great food, great cocktails, and the best bartender in the world, Travis Platt, who used to work at the Den. He's running he's running the operation down there. So show both of these spots your love over, you know, these these difficult months. We we love all you guys. We love the whole Den family. Um, all right. Boys, damn it versus pathetic. All right, l- let me go first because I don't have pathetic at all. So I'm obviously damn it, and then I'm backing out. Okay. <laughs> there's only there's only one choice. There there is. It's, there is. it's damn it. I it's love pathetic. It. Is so is such a worthy contender for that spot. Yes. Um, but damn it, god damn it. It's so just damn. it is. You know, and the word is overused too much in in this day and age by me myself, but it is an iconic song. Damn it is iconic. I mean, it is, it's the song that Blink ends every concert ever of their career with. Like it, again, that's another one, the karaoke Kramer and just the lyrics. Well, I guess this is growing up. I mean, it's been ingrained in a generation and there's just, yeah. Pathetic is also, awesome. It's in my top 10 pride, but damn it takes the cake for this one. Also, damn it, no Travis. True. Scott Rayner was the drummer at that time who was kicked out, left the band. You know, it's a little bit contentious exactly what happened, but he left the band after Dude Ranch, before Enema of the State, Travis Barker, took over rest is history but yeah it's incredible one of their biggest hits doesn't feature travis all love to travis with that said but just very interesting um all right now we have a non-travis song versus a travis song we have wasting time from cheshire cat versus first date and i'll start for this one well i have first date no matter what because I didn't have wasting time. True. I have wasting time. Wow. Well, it's first date. It's first date. So. <laughs> wow. and, I, and I know why Justin has wasting time, but you're just wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> the fucking joker. Wrong. This is, this is what actually, as, as a fan that loves all their music and definitely not just their singles, it does just kill me that now this comes down to two of their singles. But Yeah. That's, I know. That's, I understand. But look, first date—it's a very worthy contender. It's such a fucking great song. It, I'm not mad about it. It's just wasting time to me is one of their ultimate gems. Um, well, this leads to quite. Oh, we're gonna leave it here. We're gonna leave it here. So we're gonna leave it here till later. We're gonna get. We're gonna get our our elite eight, and then we're gonna whittle it down from there. So we have damn it and first date. Now we're going to head down to the Southwestern Conference. For, for you without a compass, that's look down on your paper. <laughs> <laughs> Left down. If you didn't, if you didn't 
Google a compass to paste on your paper. It's the, the bottom left corner. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off with arguably maybe their most famous song ever, All the Small Things versus No Heart to Speak Of, which is, I think, the best song off their newest album, Nine. Kramer? She left me roses by the stairs. Okay. It's, 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 let me know she cares. Yeah. I mean, it's all the small things. And like, I, no hard to think it's great. It's great. And, but it's, you know, it's a first round matchup for a reason. It's a first round matchup for a reason. It's, it's in there because we want to give the song some respect. Yeah. But it's all the small things. It's an honorable mention, which is great. I'm very happy that it's in there. But yeah, it had to, it had to sneak its way in there. But yeah. it's all the small things. I like No Hard to Speak of as well. But I, I mean, obviously, small things. It's just, and for again, all the small things, probably the one other song I think besides First Date that gets a little bit of hate from the, from the, uh, we'll say the hardcore fans. I think, you know, yeah, it's, it, it's their biggest hit. It's been overplayed a lot over time. But you know what? I say fuck that. I say it's one of, it is, if you can write a song like that, that defines a generate. I mean, it literally is one of the biggest songs of that decade. And so it just, it's an absolutely legendary song. And the moment where I realized I would never get tired of it, I, I, I went through phases where I did, but when Kramer and I went to that show at Madison square garden in 2009, I will never forget during the bridge of all the small things, you looked around Madison Square Garden. It was almost like a slow motion part of a movie. Every single human in the building was dancing, having the best time ever. And I'll never forget that Tom, after the song, genuinely seemed, he was like, holy, f-. like he was like, obviously didn't in his Tom way, like, holy fuck. But like, he was like, everyone, he was like, everyone was dancing in the rafters and the play. He was like, he was like, that was fucking epic. Like he, even Tom acknowledged the epicness of that moment. And from that moment on, I'm like, how could anyone ever dislike this song? It is a fucking, it's one of their ultimate anthems. And it's great. It started, it started the Blink-182 craze. That and, you know, what's my age again, which we'll get to. I, um... I had the same experience because I was standing right next to you. But (laughs) you did say to me, because there was a time where, you know, we started hating on all the small things pretty Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what it was, but like you went to, I don't even know, but you went to a show and then it didn't really come up again for a while. And then it came up again. And I was like, this song's trash. And you were like, dude, just hear it live one more time. Oh my God. And you were right. And I think, honestly, I think the next time may have been that time. But yeah, I mean, that was like, I don't know. It was just one of those shows. Like the energy in that place was just so awesome. And it's also like Madison Square Garden that like means so much. Like, you know, growing up in the in the tri-state area. Yeah. Um, it, it was, oh man. And also like we were in college. Like we, you know kind of like taking buses or trains or whatever we did to like get into the city that day. And just like, I don't know. It was just so great. And <laughs> it was a great it, fucking day. It was, it was one of the best days ever. And, and the thing is a place like MSG, it's not just for our, 
it's not just epic to us. It's it's a big deal to the any band that plays it. Like even right now, like unfortunately this year with the pandemic, Rage Against the Machine had to like postpone their tour like everyone else, that their reunion tour. But I was supposed to see them uh, a couple times, one of those times at Madison Square Garden and they had said that the one venue they have not played yet in their career that they really want to is Madison Square Garden. It's like a milestone for any band. And I remember when Blink played it to this day, I think he was asked like a few years ago and Mark still says that MSG is in his top three Blink shows all time, which says, I mean, pretty epic Kramer. We were there. Front, we weren't just there. We were in the front row. We were right in, in literally in right in front of him. So he was just looking at us the whole, like right in front of him, as in like if I reached my arm out, a large gentleman would have not so politely put it back very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If you want that same experience, you need to remember, even when it's obvious, ask where the line is. <laughs> Or if this is the one. Oh, All right. I like the next matchup a lot, by the way. Really? Yeah. Next matchup was was difficult, but a good one. We go a little very old song versus a song from Takeoff. You've got Eminem's versus Shut Up. I want to hear your guys' first on this one. I want to hear Mike's. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad you guys have said this so far because I got the feeling – that this was supposed to be a very contentious matchup. But for me, it was shut up all the way. Mm. I win M&M's. I love that song. Okay. So I'm going to give a little background before I give my answer. When I first got Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Shut Up might have been my favorite song I've always liked Eminem's, always been a fan of it. Um, over the years, Shut Up, which I still love, it's fallen a little from grace for me. It just, maybe when I was younger, I liked that Mark said fuck so many times in it. I don't know. There's just something about it that doesn't, maybe it's just a, certain times when I listen to it, I find it more awesome than other times. But I want Eminem's. I just think it's the better song overall. It was tough though. It's very. I this is one that it's I tough. went back. You could have gone either way. Like today, I literally went back and there was songs today that I was kept going back and forth on still, and this was one of a few of those matchups. And I kept listening to both songs and being like, "Fuck, I actually love Shut Up. I love Shut Up." And then I was like, "Oh, but Eminem's. I've had definitely more ties to in recent years and." You know, I think I went M&M's at the... I, I mean, I did go M&M's, but at the end of the day, it's like that Cheshire Cat album is some of their most underrated work by people that are more casual fans. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's so fucking good. It's probably, for me at this stage in my life, one of the albums of theirs I listen to the most. And I only didn't include more songs from it in this because, again, I'm trying to get to the best. We have three... We have three different fans here who are a little bit differing levels of fandom. We have, again, me, who has a problem, Kramer, who's a big fan, and then Mike, who's a completely new fan. And just including a shit ton of deeper cuts off that album just felt like it didn't embody what we were trying to do here. And so 
I mean, I wish I had fucking 150 songs that I could plug in, but we didn't. But anyways, Eminem wins. Eminem's goes on. Uh, next matchup was another tough one for me. Two bangers. Yeah. From the Untitled album. You've got Violence, I believe Tom's favorite Blink song ever. And you've got Here's Your Letter, an absolute Mark banger. I kind of want to toss it to Mike again. Let's do it. Well, neither of these songs is bangers. So that's, let's just take that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely dispel that notion. My God. Oh, no. Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. The, the answer is violence, but. Mike yeah. does not get down with fucking untitled blink. Oh no, he God. doesn't like it. It's really interesting. That's it really is. interesting. It is. Especially, yeah, it is really interesting. Um, I went, here's your letter. But it was very close for me. I mean, the answer. You just, it's classic, just that belt of Tom. Just, oh it's so good. It's violence. It's okay. so good. Yeah, it is. Um, it's so good. I just, honestly, the only reason I gave the edge to Here's Your Letter is I feel like it's more underrated. And I love them both almost equally. And the bridge in fucking here's your letter is so it is. That's what that's what tripped me up because I went into this and I was like, it's violence. I haven't listened to here's your letter in a while, but like violence is one of those songs that I'm just saw the untitled shows probably thirteen at the Palladium. But violence is one of those songs for me that just like I wake up one morning and I just I haven't listened to this song in I don't know weeks and weeks or what Mm -hmm. even a year or whatever, and all of a sudden I'm just like singing it. And I'm then, so yep. And then, here's your letter. I had to go back and just like listen to it again. And I was, and that's exactly was like, oh, wait a minute. I kind of forgot how good this song was. Two of the best songs but, on that album. Yeah. I think. Real good. But violence is the winner. And then we go on to what I believe is going to be an easy matchup. I, here's the thing like, is it bad that I just keep passing it to Mike? Cause I feel like all of these are like, I'm just so curious to what. Yeah, I'm, no, I, I yeah. think I think some of these. It's good to start with Mike Dumpweed, the first song off "Enemy of the State" versus the single from Neighborhoods "Up All Night." So I actually think "Up All Night" is fun, but it's good. but dump. I mean, Dumpweed is legendary. Yeah, yeah. it is. Okay, just I just wanted to make sure. We're all <laughs> <to make sure. laughs> um. Next up, we have the very popular Man Overboard, which was a the single that they released with the Mark, Tom, and Travis show live album versus, which also is about, I don't know if Mark or Tom has honestly ever fully admitted it, but it, it is about Scott Rayner, the drummer that was kicked out of Blink and then Travis took over. You know, you... you you can do some digging into interviews and read between the lines, but Man Overboard's definitely about Scott. We've got Man Overboard versus the California single "She's Out of Her Mind." Look, if there's going to be a song about crazy girls, <laughs> oh my I'm going god, going with crazy girls! Wow, I went, I went, I had to go, Man Overboard. Here's the thing: 
I got to bring in the fourth voice that I've mentioned before, Olivia, on this. Now, this is what she said. Again, like man, man overboard. Like if if we're just like listening to a ton of blank, I feel like this isn't a song that she would definitely know all the words to. But yeah, she knows all the words to it. So Olivia's understood how tough this pick was, but she chose she's out of her mind because she loves when I sing it. Because I always say, Towns ain't deep with this girl, but she's out of her mind. Whoa. But I went man overboard because that's the better song. We have to call up Dylan Cohen. Oh. Holy oh, shit. Man. I really thought I was scared that was going another way for a second. The, uh, oh, wow. My reputation precedes me. Thankfully, not anymore. But not anyway, anymore. anyways, wow. Wow. Man overboard prevails. Make it to our next matchup. Every time I look for you from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, also from the American Pie 2 soundtrack, Ooh. versus Enthused from Dude Ranch. And um, I'm going to butt in because I'm glad you mentioned that, Justin, because do you know what I have up on pasted on my bracket? What? The American Pie 2 soundtrack. And let me tell you, while we're flashing, as I mean, the, the thing that I feel why I love Blink so, so much is because every song just brings me back to, I don't want to say like simpler times, but just another memory in my life that makes me feel so good. And like, I can almost imagine so many of these songs, I know exactly where I was at one, either when I first heard it or when I first listened to or a time that I listened to it. Mm -hmm. um, and it just like, you think about like just memories in general and it's just like, why did I remember that single moment? Like, it's just, it's, a, I was in my room growing up or, you know, I was just like in like a car ride to nowhere. Um, but I remember that little moment because of one of these songs and American pie two is one of those movies. I mean, I don't know how many times Justin, you and I watched this movie together. I, I watched it last week. There you go. <laughs> Let me just read some of the hits off of this album. So Please. it starts off with blink every time I look for you. Oh my God. Then green day scumbag. And wow. then left from tire, bring you down, which I don't know as well, but I listened to it and then I kind of remembered it and I'm not going to read every single song, but here are some of the highlights. American Hi-Fi Vertigo, Uncle Cracker, I'm going to split this this room in the hall, <laughs> Three Doors Down, Be Like That, Alien Ant Farm, Good, Some 41, Fat Lip. Oh, my God. And then this one I don't really remember. It's the last song, but I wanted to bring it up. It's Witness, Here's One For You. And I'm bringing it up because the music video is one of those, like, 2000s music video that's just like features the movie in the music video like it makes no sense if you like so many music videos you're doing it to be like this is the music video like it's like a timeless 
music video. Like if you listen to the song, this is the emotion of the song. But it's just like think about all those music videos that were like All Star Smash Mouth. That's just like that random movie with like I think Ben Stiller. What was it? it oh, I'm blanking on the name. Do you know what I'm talking about? And like Mystery um, Man. Mystery Man. Thank you, Mystery Man. And it's just like there's no context if you're like you know someone not born in that time listening to this song you're just like what the fuck like totally. especially that one so that was just classic 2000s mu- music video and i wanted to bring up that that dude in well i love it and i i'm gonna go back and look at that music video like jason biggs also did the exact same thing in the teenage dirtbag video it's in that movie a uh, loser he did yes oh yeah and i was gonna say uh um Simple plan. Same thing. Totally oh, yeah. random movie. The new guy. I'm just a yep. kid. Yep. Big shout out to the new guy. Michael. <laughs> biggest big shout. Um, oh, I love simple plan. It's so good. Uh, just. God. But every time I look for you, just, just starts the movie, by the way. Like the movie yep. starts and just to the opening of every time I look for you. Anyway, do we have to debate this? Absolutely not on my end. It's every time I look for you. Mike. Yeah, no, every time. Same, same. It's a better song. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. Enthused is really good. but And Enthused is great. But it's like every time I look for you has the classic Mark Tom swapping of the vocals. Mm-hmm. Great bridge. Just a fucking classic song. I always thought that song should have been one of their bigger hits. I, I was always curious that they don't play this one live and whatnot because I, I think it's one of their better songs. But Blink-182 inextricably linked with the American Pie franchise, which is just mm-hmm. chef's kiss. I mean, just chef's. I mean, they're in the yep. first one. Mutt plays during the most iconic scene. It's just unbelievable. Then every time I look for you in this one, incredible. Um, so every time I look for you goes on. Next round, Mike, I want to hear from you first on this one. We have the... Bonus, one of the bonus tracks from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, What Went Wrong. If you guys remember this from back in the day, or if you're not, you know, familiar with this, when Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out, there were three versions of the album. There was the, there was the, uh, the plain, the takeoff version, which was Travis's version. There was the, the pants, the yellow pants, which was Tom's version. And then there was the green jacket, which was Mark's version. And each had two bonus songs. One was a real song and one was like a joke song. And so on the, on the takeoff one, you had time to break up and uh, mother's day on the pants on Tom's, you had what went wrong and fuck a dog. And on Mark's, the green jacket, you had, uh, don't tell me it's over. And when you fucked grandpa. So did you so, buy, did you buy all three albums? You know what? I wish I had in hindsight. I only, I was gifted the Travis version and I, it was, I mean, all versions are fantastic, but I wanted the other two even more. So I don't know why the fuck I didn't buy them. I'm surprised. Uh, I, your I mean, mom definitely didn't let you. Yeah, no. Definitely not. <laughs> so it's what went wrong versus. I would have to ask what went wrong there with you not buying the album. I don't know. Especially, I I do not know. And I fucked up. Clearly, my fandom takes a hit right there. But uh, But, but we're going against what went wrong. But we are going against Asthenia 
from the untitled record. Both Tom, I think for people that are really deep in Blink, both of these songs are Tom classics. So I'm curious to hear, Mike, what was your well, pick? Well, look, we've learned that I don't like the untitled album. I didn't know that until right now, but I don't. <laughs> I, I have to ask what went wrong with that album, but it's what went wrong. Uh, I want what went wrong as well. What went wrong? No question. No question. I it's think a great it's song. A, it's awesome. Great song. Best B-side, I think, of Blinks. Um, then, to close out the first round of this Southwestern division, we've got The Rock Show versus the neighborhood song, Natives. I'm going to jump right in here and say that I was never cool enough to fall in love with a girl at the rock show. But God damn it, did I fall in love with this song, rock show. It's, oh man, I, the memories, I, I love, love this freaking song. And the music video, looking at it now, is so fucking stupid. And I remember <laughs> watching that over and over and over and just being like, wow, this is incredible. <laughs> so rock show for me. Oh yeah. This is this is like Kansas playing BU, which happened in 2011. This is an absolute <laughs> blowout. Absolute blowout. Rock show. Or University of Hartford playing anyone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they are a D1 school. <laughs> I'm like, I completely, I completely agree. I do want to say Natives is a great song, but there never was a fucking chance. Um, anyways. Next round. Back up, back up to the top. We've got All the Small Things versus M&M's. I feel like some clubs are about to come on here. I want oh, all wow. the small things because because of how good it is live. That is why I went with it. I did the exact same thing. Holy shit. I thought you would have gone to M&M's. Well, wow. can I tell you? I literally had M&M's up until today. And I was, I was toiling over this one. But I had M&M's slotted in. And this morning I was listening. And that literally our memory of it live. I said, you know what? What the fuck am I doing? Like... I love it, <laughs> but all the small things, like as much as, you know, I'm not always a proponent of this. The singles are not, in my opinion, the best songs of Blink. I think Blink has so many fucking epic songs and most of them are not singles, but no one can deny the impact of all the small things. It's just, there's so much around it. Like the impact, the video, our experiences with it live, how fun it is. Like it's so fucking good. And it's like and every it's ever it's not just wasn't just that one time too, I will say. It was like every time, every time. we saw them and they did it live, it's it it's a they bring new life to that song, which is yeah. I guess like credit to them too, because you could just hear it and it could just sound exactly like it has sounded every time you heard the song on the radio growing up, but it doesn't. It it sounds awesome. It's just the energy. They bring the energy yeah. for it. They don't act like a band that's annoyed to play the hits. They, yeah, they don't. They sometimes annoyingly almost love to play them too much. But you know what? We we love them for it most of the time. Um, 
Mike, I have a feeling you went all the small things since M&Ms didn't even make it for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you guys feel like small things is that vulnerable, though. So should make for an interesting matchup in the next round. Oh, OK, OK. Um, so the next round down, we have violence versus dumpweed. Kramer? Well, Mike did. Wait, OK, let me go. Sorry. Sorry, I, I have both. Those. I have both violence and. You do have both of those. Okay. Okay. So never mind that part. Um, these are two epic songs for very different reasons. One is epic because of the beginning, and one is epic because of the middle. And for me, I think this should be on any list. It's dumpweed. It's an opener. It brings the house down. It's a great fucking song. Mike? Yeah, well, look, this is this is banger versus not banger. So it's, it's dumpweed. Oh, 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 my God, of course. Well, I, of course, went dumpweed. I mean, when I think of the first, truly, like, the first song that I, of course, yeah, all the small things, what's my age again, sort of what got probably Kramer and me and a lot of people into Blink at our age. Dumpweed was the first song I truly like loved on another level. It, Like Kramer said, it opens up Enema of the State. It opened up the Mark, Tom, and Tra- Travis show live, live album. I'll never forget when Blink broke up. It broke my fucking heart. They broke up in 2005. You cried. I saw you cry. I literally, yeah, I cried. And, you know, when they got back together in 2009, I'll never forget. First of all, Kramer. I was at your house. No, you weren't. Not when they got back together. I thought when I they got when they no, that was when they broke up. I thought I'm, maybe that's I'll why I saw you, you cry. I'll tell you what happened. Yes, it was because I'll tell you what happened when they got back together. I was sitting on a fucking bus going from Montremblant in Canada back down to BU. I'd gone up there for a weekend of skiing. Kramer hits me up on my phone on this bus ride and just goes, oh, my God, did you just did you just hear what happened? And he he, Kramer broke the news to me and told me that Blink-182 just got back together on TV at the Grammys in 2009. I went to their website. It had been changed and it said this epic message about how they had come back together and they were going to reunite. And I literally cried on the bus while just sitting there alone. Now I recall because when you cried, when they broke up, I was downstairs in your basement playing PS2 at that time. And I just remember now Justin's computer was upstairs. He had a finished basement. I was in the basement he was upstairs on the computer and I just hear this, just like this yell. <laughs> just, ah! And then I go up and he's just in tears and I'm sure we hugged for a long time. Oh, I'm sure we did. It probably got sexual. Um, yeah, definitely got sexual. Definitely did. But anyways, what I was getting at was, so they reunite and their very first show back was in Las Vegas at, the joint at the hard rock hotel. They were doing two nights there. 
the first night was July 23rd, 2009. And me and two friends, we flew there from Boston, went to the show, and that was like the other greatest Blink show. There's, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of epic Blink shows, but that one was very special. They had a curtain up, and the curtain dropped to the opening riff of Dumpweed. And I literally cried happy tears for like five minutes and just was going insane with everyone else. So Dumpweed was the very first song they played live in front of an audience, reunited. And it was just so fucking epic. And it, it is the ultimate Blink opener. It's the ultimate Blink opener, in my opinion. And so, of course, Dumpweed has to go on. Um, all right. Next round. Man Overboard versus Every Time I Look For You. And I'm going to start this one. For me, it's no question. It's Every Time I Look For You. It might not be the single, but it's fucking awesome. For me, it's no question. It's Man Overboard. Are you nuts? Wow. I mean, every time I look for you, I think is one of their most underrated songs. It's got the trade-off vocals. It's got one of their best bridges. It's just, it's associated with the American Pie franchise. It just, it's epic. Here's the thing. And this is just, I got to say, credit to you for making this bracket. I could make the exact same (laughs) argument other than American Pie. I can make the exact same argument about Man Overboard. Because I'll throw in the music video. I'll throw in the music video instead of American Pie. I'll throw in the music I don't video. Even, I don't even remember the music video. You don't? Oh, wow. Wow. You're, I guess I'm not a real you should, you should uh, leave. Oh, my God. So, I mean, this this all goes down to one person. His name I is love Michael this so much. Okay. So, first of all, I want to let you know that coming out of this matchup into the Sweet 16, I have She's Out of Her Mind. So, that's how high I am on this song. Not even involved, but I just wanted you to know better than every time. But it's got to be every time because I don't even have Man Overboard winning one single matchup. Also, I was I misspoke about the music video, so let's delete that one. <laughs> I thought so. I, like, <laughs> um, I didn't want to. I don't want to fucking. Anyways, all right. Next round. What went wrong versus the Rock Show? I'm gonna lead this off. Because I might be the only one, but for me, it was no question what went wrong. Oh it's my, my favorite, you, you, my favorite oh. B-side, the Rock Show. I love it. Not my favorite single, but I love it. But what Rock went wrong? Show? It's Rock Show, baby. Oh. It's Rock Show. These fucking guys. All right. Wow. All right. Now we have some big choices. Yeah, we do. So now we have. All the small things versus dumpweed. I went dumpweed. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing this one right now? Aren't we not? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. We have to get to it. Okay. Okay, sorry. Here, you can start over. Sorry. So I picked dumpweed. I love both songs. They're both off Enema of the State. Dumpweed to me, again, I think it's their best opener. I think it's one of their best songs. It encompasses so much of what I love about Blink-182 and all the small things 
while incredible live dump weed for me is just incredible 100% of the time, all the time, live on record, anything. PT Schwab. Honestly, I don't know that this is that close in my mind. I think we've given, we've talked a lot about it already, but the, the impact of all the small things is just too much for me to ignore in this matchup. I mean, I, like you were talking about with violence, I literally never listened to Blink-182. And, and like all the small things is caught in my head probably once every two weeks. I just find myself singing about random items in my house, but it's the tune of all the small things. It's just beautiful simplicity that, that simply can't be ignored. Damn, that was beautiful. That was. It's also called, that's, that's a fucking... That's a fucking casual fan right there, if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> I'm so I could not be more casual. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Both of these songs deserve to be in this. Like, this This was done right. This was done exactly right. Like, mm-hmm. these are the two songs that should be in this moment right now. And this is one of those things. This is one of those choices that you have to make because it's not about – some. it's – Yes, we're trying to find the top five songs, but are you going to go opinion? Are you going to go weight? Are you going to go mainstream, deep track? I had to think about this one a lot, but the opener is the opener, and that's Dumpweed. Oh. <laughs> wow. You – that was a fucking – quite the lead-in right there. <laughs> I was shaking in my I was shaking for a second. Um yeah. sorry, PTM, you're not wrong. This is the thing. You're not wrong. No, you're not. Ooh, you're not. Hearts and have I, to be broken in the tournament, you know? And I'm like, yeah. All right. Next one I'd say is another two songs that deserve to be yeah. against each other in this round. You got Every Time I Look for You versus The Rock Show. Two songs off Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I think it's clear which one I went with because of my freak out when. Well, let's leave the final to Mike then, because you clearly went rock show. Of course. I clearly went every time I look for you. You're such a idiot. It's rock show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, mean, I agree. You. Even even for me, rock show is it's down there on the list of kind of the big singles that someone sort of in my position is aware of. But but it's it's still I mean compared to all the other songs, I you know it's it's a classic. God, this well, is so fucking basic. This is so basic. Ah, all right, all right. Well, so we're moving on to the other side with what are the two? So what are the two matchups in the top eight? So we're going to eventually come back to Damn It versus First Date and Dumpweed versus Rock Show. Now, over to the Northeast, we start with What's My Age Again versus Happy Holidays, You Bastard. Mike, could you, in case the listeners don't know, can you give them directions to the Northeast? That's a, a go diagonally up from where you are right now. And you'll hit, hit What's My Age Again. 
There it is. And boys, give give a little do a little talk for just one minute. I've I'm I am you know I got to pee. This is a long podcast. I'll be right back. <laughs> I don't. I honestly I've had to pee for a long time, but I like blink more, so I'm not coming back. Yeah. No. Oh, I mean, what shit can we talk right now? This guy. Did, did you hear how upset he was that we put rock show? <laughs> Dude, he's uh, so this is the thing too it's like there's another factor in here where it's like he knows what i'm gonna say you, you can't you know you can't deny that so i feel like a little bit of this is like well kramer's gonna pick rock show because like blah 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 blah, and he's not a real blink 182 fan and blah, so i'm gonna go and that's what and that's you know that's the choices you have to make i mean i think some of this is intentional um, because he knew what I was going to pick, and he, you know, feels that he needs to assert his Blink One Eight Two dominance, which I'll, I'll admit he's the bigger fan. But does he necessarily know the right decisions? Guess the record, the rest of this bracket will will tell. Oh, so you're saying that he's t- attempted to engineer the bracket, knowing your opinions, knowing his opinions, yes. to try to get yes. his favorite songs through. But since he knows nothing about mine. He can't possibly do it 100% effectively. Exactly. That's exactly it. That's where we're at. Wow. I can't believe you're accusing him. Oh, I'm not accusing him. I'm just stating facts. Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, He's He's smarter than he looks. Wow. He's smarter than he sounds. All right, all right, I'm back. <laughs> hey, you're talking about how unbelievable this is. Oh, you son of a bitch. Things got so real. Oh, my uh, God. All right, back I can't to wait until you listen to that one. All right, back yeah, to the I, Oh, what, were you guys talking about how salty I am about this so far? No, you're so. <laughs> Accusation of flying a left and a right. Oh, my God. Uh, it, got, it got very intense. Um, but, look, at the end of the day, I waited for you to get here just to say, "Happy holidays, you bastard!" Was pretty fun, but I mean, come on, it's, it's what's yeah. my age again? And yeah. Obviously. Obviously, I'm glad that you liked Happy Holidays because it is fun. It is one of their most fun, like joke jokey songs. Um, next, this next one was pretty fucking difficult for me. This is a, this. It wasn't difficult for me because it's complete biased for me. So I'm very curious on Whatever. what the outcome is. Okay. So it's Aliens Exist versus Anthem Part 2. Kramer? Aliens Exist is one of my favorite songs. I love Anthem Part 2. I remember when that first song came out, I think I like had just gotten a cell phone, and I was like, how do I make this my ringtone? But that wasn't like a thing. Mm-hmm. And what, Anthem, Anthem Part 2? Anthem Part 2. But Aliens Exist is my pick because I absolutely love this song. If you don't think that there's life on other planets, you're an idiot. And it just reminds you of how small you are in the vast universe. So, very well In a said. really weird way. <laughs> <laughs> and it it was a a lot of foreshadowing to Tom's future, who you know he's he's chasing UFOs these days. But I'll say Kramer and me both were big alien. We love UFOs, aliens, Bigfoot, all this shit that Tom is obsessed with as well. So I do love Aliens Exist so fucking much, and this one was so hard. But I went with Anthem Part Two. It 
it honestly there was no wrong choice for me like neither will make would make me unhappy but there's just a memory i have attached to hearing those opening the opening bit of anthem part two for the first time when i got take off your pants and jacket and it's just it's it's a fucking incredible song i just i love it and i love that they did a sequel to anthem it's it's a great song i picked anthem part two it it is interesting to hear you know someone say there's no wrong choice and then make the wrong choice right after. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, okay. And basically, okay. Truly, I think Aliens Exist is the better song, but the context that both Kramer you know started in town, you weighed in on. I mean, besides the fact that they obviously do. Uh, you know, Tom just going off into his insane alien world that we're in now is just it's just too good to ignore. Aliens True. exist. True. Absolute absolute winner. I'm not mad about that at all, because that's one of the ones I questioned myself on all week. So I get the pick though. I get your pick is the thing. I get your pick. Yeah, they're both they that's a that's a tough matchup, isn't it, Kramer? In theory. Yep. Um, oh, right. also, speaking of tough matchups, actually, I wrote this note on here that the northeast corner of this bracket is by far the most loaded. With <laughs> difficult Mike said the same matchups. thing. By far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Bracket of death over here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not fair. It's, it's so it, it's, stacked. But it's it's not like stacked like you planned it. It's no. stacked be, it, because this bracket is so well done and it just happened naturally. Oh. Well, so thank well you done. for the kind words. I don't know. Why. I'm complimenting you too much. Oh, you really are. Me. It's just I'm getting I'm a, I'm getting aroused. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go back to where we were. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Whoa, where were we? So <laughs> next matchup. We've got the opening track off California, Cynical, versus one of the singles from Neighborhoods, After Midnight. Kramer? Cynical. Mike? I feel almost 100% positive you're going to say Cynical, and it's clearly After Midnight. Justin's going to be a wild card on this one, I can tell you that right now. So, I love both songs. I really, really do. And I do tend, like when I weigh California versus Neighborhoods as albums, it's so tough because they're such different things. Like, California is trying to be Enema of the State again. And I think it works at times, doesn't work at times. I still love the album. Neighborhoods, I think they were trying to go to the next step. And because they weren't working in the same studios together, it sounds a little bit jumbled at times. After Midnight, I have to say, is one of the few songs that they all wrote together in the room. And it shows. The problem is that Cynical is such a fucking banger. That Cynical it's a banger. Worked. It's <laughs> an absolute banger. You know, I don't think... Have we... The only song... Oh, no, we did. Anthem Part 2. I was going to make a comment that um first songs on albums were cleaning up but 
They have done pretty one. well. They have yeah. done pretty well. Dump weed. Um, yeah, and then, well, Ghost on the Dance Floor lost. Oh, that's right. Um, no, no one cares about that song anyway. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> These fucking jokers. But no, Mike, I actually love that you picked After Midnight. This was, I know for Kramer, it was super easy pick. It was easy for me because I do love Cynical, but it, it was a bit tough. Like, I love After Midnight. It's, it is, look, I have more respect for After Midnight because, again, it's a song that Mark, Tom, and Travis just wrote the three of them together. Cynical, not the case. But when did so wait? When did Cynical come out? What year would that have been? 2016. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. And then after midnight was 2011. I've been trying to pull punches, but like listening to the like like Cynical and, and other songs sort of around the same time, I'm kind of like maybe if I was 17 and this was 2006, maybe. But like it just didn't. It just don't work for me at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how a lot of like. Blink fans are very divided there where there's a lot of, I'd say actually most of the, the sort of the deeper Blink fans are in that camp. Funny enough, because they actually love on, they actually, they love all their stuff, but they love untitled neighborhoods, which you don't generally like, but they hate California. Whereas I fall a little bit more in the middle where I really like California for what it was, but I know that it's not one of their best albums Kramer and my brother fucking love it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Kramer. Um, and I do love it. So I love but yeah. wildcard status. That's that's what I love. It's just being unlike anyone else. Dude, I fucking I love that you chose after midnight there. I'm I'm sorry that we're taking cynical to the next round. Um, it's okay because I think we all know what's going to happen in the next matchup. I I think we do as well. Um, so the next matchup is Josie versus When I Was Young, the first song off the Dogs Eating Dogs EP. So I think speaking of first songs, Kramer, I think another one's about to get knocked off. Do you? Do you like Josie? Do you like that song? No, I think it sucks, actually. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. This is also another one that I'll, I'll come in and say, like, when I was young is a song I didn't know, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. But, I mean, you're, you're going up against an absolute behemoth. A, a behemoth. <laughs> if you don't like Josie, get the fuck out of here is all that. <laughs> like, so. But seriously, it's true. But. Also, we went to Sombreros. We, okay, yes. Kramer and me, Kramer and I, we. I'm going to pee for this story. Yeah, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your shit now. Was, was, yeah, fucking Mike, this fucking guy. Uh, No, actually, I'm not going to talk any shit on Mike. I actually love. I have no shit to talk. Yeah, I've been loving having him on here and hearing his different opinions because I feel like he's a bit all over the place. Like he's not, you can't pin him down. he's a wild card. And anyways, sombreros, uh, Kramer, was this after the show of blinks we saw down there? Or was it just a different show that we happened to be down there? I think we saw them. We did. So it was that show then. So yeah, yeah. down it, unfortunately actually was like the, the least good blink show we've been. Oh to. yeah. That, oh yeah. That's right. That was, yeah. But that it was, was like a radio show. Um, 
Blink definitely was not at their top top form that night, although they did play Josie, I believe, which means it had to be at least a pretty good show. And afterwards, we were like, we've never been down to San Diego. We have to fucking go to Sombreros. Because, of course, as many Blink-182 fans know, the band was formed down in the San Diego area. And in the song Josie, there is the line, she brings me Mexican food from Sombreros just because. And there's a specific sombreros that they are speaking of. There's a, there's Oh, it's a chain. It's a, it's a, it's a San Diego based small chain. Oh, you learn something new and every day. There you go. You, yeah. And so I, of course, Kramer specifically found out the location of the one that they used to go to. And we Kramer and I made the pilgrimage to it. And of course there is a legendary picture of, of Mark and Tom in there in the sombreros and i mean it's just it's a piece of blink 182 history and you know what i liked you know what i liked about that too oh sorry what What? What i liked um is when you go in there you like there's not like a like a oh blink 182 eight here you know it's not like a huge thing there's just like this little board and there's like just a picture of these three guys on there and it's almost like a little like scavenger hunt. Like you wouldn't know. And it's, it just, I don't know. It makes it very fun. Yeah. But. Oh, just, yeah. It's just Margaret Thomas. But it's so fun that you're right, Kramer. It's so fun that they don't make it part of the gimmick. It's just, it's literally you have, yeah, it's part, it's like a scavenger hunt. You have to find it. And it's so fucking cool. It's great that, that, that like Josie has created this piece of Blink-182 lore. And, also, the the video for Josie is just so fucking good. Mark's got the purple hair in it. It's hilarious. It's it's you know again it's it's Dude Ranch. So it's it's right before they sort of blew the fuck up into the biggest band, one of the biggest bands in the world. But it's one of the two singles along with Damn It, and it is just to me at least one of their ultimate bangers. I mean, the energy when this thing drops live. And the yeah, my girlfriend. The, it's probably the biggest mosh pit moment Blink has these days when they do play it, and it is just oh man, the the chorus, everything's gonna be fine. It's just, it's so fucking good. I could go on and on, but but I love that Mike said that he liked when I was young because. I picked Pretty Little Girl and when I was young from the Dogs Eating Dog EP to include in this bracket because I think that they are two of the best songs Mark, Tom, and Travis made together after reuniting. I'm glad to hear that Mike, someone that typically doesn't love the, the I guess, untitled Onwards era of Blink, warms my heart that he likes those songs. So also, I'm. I feel like maybe this is okay to say it because it's not. It's not actually going to influence my picks very much in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I can't. Never mind. I, I'm going to give too much away. I can't say it. So okay, okay. I'll say something uh-huh. else, which is that uh, I, I, in case you haven't noticed, and and Justin knows this. I don't know if Kramer, you knew this beforehand, but uh, Tom is obviously the best. I've always loved Tom, <laughs> and. Town town can t- attest to this. I I know nothing about Blink One Eighty Two. Really, 
except for what you told me about carousel and <laughs> what did i tell you about carousel actually finish your story then tell me. First song and that's all i got okay uh, but just purely on my love for tom i absolutely hate mark and i know nothing about the guy like I, oh I'm, not afraid, I'm not afraid to make a stand because I admit it's pure ignorance, but I don't care. Wow. Oh my God. So Amazing. I'll say in Kramer, then I want to hear your two cents too, before we move on. Obviously you've got a three piece Mark, Tom Travis. They are big pieces of like other bands. A lot of times, you know, the front man, if you really like the band, maybe you know the other members. Blink is a band. You know all three members. There's only three. They're all special for their own reasons. And so this does become a debate always. And Mark and Tom, of course, have a very contentious relationship. They're both the singers of the band. And yeah, there is a big Mark, Mark first Tom. And I'll say on my end, I always growing up was the biggest fucking Mark fan. And I loved him. I would have to the death fought for Mark and I love all three, but I do have to say in the past seven, eight, nine years over the past decade, I'd say I have really turned over and and moved over into the Tom category. And it's just like, I love all these guys. I love Mark and I love Tom. And, And of course I love Travis. I mean, he's just such a great guy, but like with Mark, there's something about Mark. Like he's so nice. He really is. Like he seems, he's, and, and you know, I've been fortunate to meet Mark a couple times and he's super nice. And so I can't say anything bad about his character. It's I just, can't I, disagree. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, just like I, what I love about Tom, I, I see a little bit of myself in Tom and that Tom is someone who he's so passionate about the things that he loves. And like, he chases that to the detriment, unfortunately, of Blink fans that wish he was in the band. But like, you know, he wants to fucking go chase aliens. He's going to go chase aliens because that's what in his heart he wants to do. Like he wants to go try to direct a film. He's going to go do that. He wants to write about, you know, love and and aliens and hope and whatever. He's going to do that with Angels and Airwaves. It's He does what he wants to do. I have come to realize also over the years that Tom really he's the guy no disrespect to mark and mark's songwriting abilities because mark can write a fucking tune and he's written some of the biggest blink songs but tom i think has more of the innate natural ability in songwriting and he can just come up with something to this day it's like he fucking came up with rebel girl for angels which i think is a fucking banger and like i just I got a lot of fucking respect for Tom and yeah, he hasn't handled himself the best at always with the ba- in regards to the band. And there's a lot you can say negatively about some of Tom's choices, but I fucking love that Tom just is unapologetically himself. And he, he doesn't give a fuck about, he cares about <laughs> as is a big joke within the blink community. He cares a lot about money and raising money for his projects but I don't think he doesn't give a fuck about fame and like about some of the stuff that I, I think Mark and Travis, they really like being blink 182 and being famous. And I think Tom doesn't give a shit about that. And I, I love that about Tom and just bottom line, I've become a Tom guy 
in the past decade. Always was a Mark guy. Now, gun to my head, Tom guy. Kramer? Sometimes you just don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Are we supposed to just like make our own interpretation of that? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. Um, All right. Well, now that we've gone on these many detours. So the next matchup, we've got the single Always from the Untitled album versus the deep cutoff Dude Ranch Lemmings. And I'm going to go first. Just as Down is not one of my favorite Blink singles, Always is another one that everyone else seems to love. And I'm just not as big on. And Lemmings, I think, is arguably their most underrated song. One of their one of their most underrated easily. I went Lemmings on this one. I went Always. Oh, thank God. I thought I had a bracket buster there. It's Always. It's always. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitches. Oh. Always the singles. Always the singles. Always people. So goddamn heartfelt, bro. Uh, I mean, Lemmings is fun. There's some. There's some bracket Lem- busters coming. Heartfelt. Oh, Lemmings hits my soul, man. It, it it makes me think about growing up and growing older, and just like thinking about the people that you used to you used to spend time with when you were. It's a very nostalgic song for me. Always is a fucking jam. Don't get me wrong, but it's another. It's a great fucking pop hit. Lemmings hits deep for me. So, but look, you guys went out. It's 2v1. So, always goes on. Oh, yeah. So, this next matchup, Kramer, I think you were just saying this, but this next one's got to be one of the hardest ones on the bracket. Um, we have always and Lemmings was also extremely hard. Let me just state that. Extremely hard. Wow. That actually warms my for heart me. that that was that hard for you. Extremely hard. Oh, Lemmings. Should have made that clear. Okay, so happy to hear that. Makes me a little, makes my heart hurt a little less. Um, this next one, you've got roller coaster versus disent. Do we say dysentery? Yeah, dysentery Gary. Two of probably the ultimate fan favorites that were never singles. One from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. One from Enema of the State. Mike, what'd you pick? Roller coaster has suffered the same fate as many on the Oregon Trail and died of dysentery. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> that was a oh legendary. Oh my god! Wait, you know that one planned out? You son of a bitch! No, no I didn't. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> my planned out material. I'm very sad about your opinion of me. That oh. is my. <laughs> in the morning material. Wow. I mean, and also, we wow. have to thank Mike for being Jeez. up so fucking late doing this right now. Yes, he's, um, a, he's an animal. Well, I'll just a- say this, okay? You can keep, okay, your Oregon Trail disease because roller coasters have not always been my favorite ride. I actually don't love them, but I love this song, and it's roller coaster for me. And I've made you love roller coasters. It's true. You actually have. Yes, you have. So... This was, this may have been the hardest first rounder for me. And I went back and forth, back and forth. And I have to say, 
what tipped the scales at the very end of the day. This might warm a few hearts. Is the fact that Kramer and I just sing roller coaster together wow. so much over the years. Warms my heart. Yep. Roller coaster, you've made it to the next round. It's just and also as as Kramer knows and, and Mike knows too, I'm sure. I'm like if if I have a problem with Blink 182, I'm I'll also nearly have a problem with how much I love roller coasters. So well, I, I can attest to that because even as as legendarily drunk as I was at Oktoberfest, even I knew it would be a terrible idea to try to ride roller coasters. And then we all almost puked after going on one. Yeah, and I was just standing there laughing at you. Oh my god. Um okay. Next round. Even if she falls, the final track on the deluxe version of Neighborhoods versus the untitled track Stockholm Syndrome with some Mark and Tom classic trade-off vocals. This was actually an easier one for me. Okay. I want I want Stockholm. I yeah, Stockholm is, is just just not not my jam. Even if she falls for me. So even if she falls is an absolute fucking banger, as is Stockholm. Um I love both songs a lot, and both are in my top songs on each respective album. For me, this also was an easy one at the end of the day. Stockholm Syndrome. It's just, I think it's one of their hardest hitting tracks. The fucking Mark and Tom trade-off and what they do with the actual lyrics, if you look them up and listen along, it's a genius fucking song, and just... Even if she falls, probably is the closest song on neighborhoods back towards maybe the take off your pants and jacket era. And so a lot of props to that song. But for me, it like Kramer, it was no question Stockholm Syndrome. Um speaking of ones with no question. No question. Just let's not spend it. Let's not spend time on it. So feeling this versus waggy. <laughs> feeling this. Yep. Mike? Yeah, I think I think Waggy's really good. Really good. It is. And, and it a is. big fan favorite, it by is. the way. It's got to be Swaggy, obviously. No, it's feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, just wanted to say Swaggy. Yeah, I mean, and who wouldn't? I mean, I want to say it's Swaggy. Um, yeah, I mean, feeling swaggy. this. Come on, Swaggy. Um... We will, we'll say no more. Anyways, we have some bangers now for this next round. Started off with two bangers from Enema of the State. What's My Age Again versus Aliens Exist. And I want it to be known I had Anthem winning this. So now I have to make a decision on the spot. And I am going to go. <sighs> Holy shit. This is fucking hard. I want Mike to go first. All right, Mike, you go. It's it's what's my age again. It it has to be. Uh, I I mean I I this maybe this has a it's too much of a single vibe to it. If you're a non 
non-casual, but it's just it's just a massive song. There's absolutely no way it loses in this round. As much as aliens do exist. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. But this is what this bracket tests you. It's do you let your own personal opinion guide you? Maybe. Or do you admit when a song must move on? And I had to admit that a song must move on. And it was What's My Age Again. Wow. Wow. I think, I think, not that it matters, I think I would have gone What's My Age Again as well. But I, I found it close for me. I mean, look, I don't, you guys are right. The song has such an impact. But there are moments, like, I'm not just going to pick a song because it's impact. Like, if I love a fucking song more, I'm choosing that fucking song. And because that's what it's about. It's about the song that we like the most each as separate individuals. But again, like we've said, it's something that gets taken into account. I think for me, it's less about what it means to other people. And I do consider the impact, but I also just consider the impact that it has had on me because of how big of a song it is, if that makes sense. Um, Anyways, what's my age again? Moves on. Now the next round, we've got Cynical versus Josie. I mean, to me, it's the no-brainer. It's Josie. Yeah. No-brainer. Yep. Yeah. This, that was the easiest. So getting to that point, like that little bit right there was very interesting. But I think it's the only, like, no-brainer once you get to that point. Okay. Okay. Mine was a little bit harder when I had like what I had winning stuff going through, I'd say now that it's where it is for me, it's really easy for me personally to get to the, to the end of this. Um, Cause the songs that I had, I'll just say right now I had, I had Anthem part two advancing over what's my age again. And I had lemmings advancing over roller coaster. Um, so here we are always versus roller coaster. We all know that I'm going roller coaster in this, in this case. Roller coaster. Wow. This, that's just, that's just not correct. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 oh my God. <laughs> wow. That's surprising. I know for someone that doesn't typically like the untitled album so much, but I get it. Cause always is a little bit of a different vibe than the rest of that album. That's a I lot about what we're learning about Mike today. It does. It does. And I'll also say that I have no doubt what's winning this next round Stockholm syndrome versus feeling this, especially given Mike's feelings on Stockholm syndrome. It's feeling this. Yeah, for sure. Another, I mean, there's just, it's just so fucking good. So good. So now, now we get to some fucking matchups. Now we're going, what's my age again? Versus Josie. And I'm going to lead this one off because I don't know how you guys voted, but I know how I damn sure voted. For me, they're both massive hits. 
But there's only one song that's moving on for me, and that's fucking Josie. Never, never even had to think twice about that personally. If, if I'm a fan of What's My Age Again, I'm calling the commissioner because this draw that I got is absolutely rough. To get Josie in the Sweet 16, I mean, that's, that's really tough. Really, really tough. And for me, it's, it's, it's razor close, uh, even though, yeah, it's, it's really close, but it's Josie. It's got to be. Oh, wow. 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 Wow, Mike. I needed well, you there. Doesn't even matter what I have to say. I am shocked. I waited because I was sure Mike was going to choose what's my age again. I flip-flopped so many times, so many times with this. But I also chose Josie. My man, David Kramer. Josie just gets more play in my house. It does. It's so good. Like it's still there in the rotation. I got to say, I love Months of Age Again. It's a great song. It's a great karaoke song. It's a fan favorite. It gets a little old sometimes. Agreed. Agreed. Josie is that perfect line of it was a single that most Blink fans know, but it's still ever so slightly under the radar to the super casual fans. And so it's like that perfect never, ever gets old song from Blink, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. This next matchup is an absolute banger as well. Roller coaster versus feeling this. Mike, you can start this one off. Okay, so for for the record, I had always versus feeling this. And for me, this this is one where I started texting you and being like, this is like I don't even really like Blink and this one is like making me upset. Like I don't know what to do. <laughs> this has made me really sad. And I for the record Went with always, but wow! Given that it's not there, feeling this for me would be a clear winner. Kramer, I mean, I'm feeling this. As am I. There's only one option, and it's feeling. I love Roller Coaster. Roller Coaster is one of my favorite songs. It would be in easy a top ten, no doubt list for me. But feeling this, but you know what? The show isn't called Deep Dives and Top Tens, is it? <laughs> you mean Top Tens and Deep Dives? Top Fives no, and Deep called- Dives, yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's getting oh, downgraded from out. Friend, everyone. Blacked out. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. No, it's hey. not called. See, that's it's not called that. That's why it was the joke. Yep. Yes. Yeah. This guy jokes. This guy fucks. No, he doesn't actually. But <laughs> so now, now, oh my god, <laughs> didn't even. Okay. Anyways, now when we finally come back, we have one of the craziest matchups in this bracket. We're gonna have to come back to Josie versus feeling this. In the meantime, we head on down to the Southeastern and Final Division. And we start with the voice inside my head, I Miss You, versus Left Alone, one of the standout tracks on California. I mean, for me, I mean, come on. I mean, it's I Miss You. It's the most iconic yeah. time. For it us. has to be. It, it has. It's just 
being a standout truck in California is not enough to play in this game. No. And also, no. if you're listening to this podcast right now, you are singing I Miss You in my head right now. Yes. 100%. 100%. Next matchup. Next matchup was a little bit of a tough one. Not too tough but a, for me, but, but a little bit of a tough one. We've got the Dude Ranch track, Dick Lips, about Tom getting kicked out of high school. And then we have the Enema State track that was used in the one and only American Pie scene where Shannon Elizabeth gets naked. Mutt. I have a note on this right next to my compass. And it says, two super sleepers right here. Tough pick. (laughs) I agree. This one was very tough. I mean, you had me at Shannon Elizabeth naked. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I actually should have known that that was going to be yours no matter what. Mutt's always been kind of one of my low-key favorites, but both of these songs are actually ones that I enjoy. So Mutt gets the win. Kramer. Does it? Does it get the win? Gets it from Mike. I went Dick Lips. I actually... I listened to both of these all the way through a, f- a few times. And I went Dick Lips. And I had to move on at some point because I really didn't know which one to pick. And that's the one I went with. So I actually had a very similar experience when I listened to those, especially Dick Lips. When I, I hadn't listened to Dick Lips in a minute. And, and I listened to Dude Ranch quite a lot. But for whatever reason, I just hadn't listened to Dick Lips in a minute. And... I was like, fuck, this is such a great song. You know, definitely a was a big one definitely earlier in loving them just because sort of the story behind it. Tom got expelled from high school for, I believe he was drunk at like a basketball game at school. And that sort of led to writing the song. He ended up, I mean, it's the reason Blink formed because he ended up having to transfer to another school, became friends with Mark's sister, Anne, and... He would always talk about wanting to start a band. Her brother, Mark, was always doing the same thing. They ended up, she hooked the two of them up, and the rest is history. They met up in one of their garages one night, wrote Carousel. Mark climbed up a lamppost in the street, fell off and like broke his leg or some shit. And yeah, the rest is history. Casual. Casual broken leg. Cash. Very cash. Anyways. How how blank is that story, though? Ah, so blank. So blank. It's it's blank in that Tom was the impetus of starting the band and Mark did some stupid shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This guy, this guy's like such a big blank fan, he doesn't even know it. He's hard. We hate Mark. We hate Mark. (laughs) Oh. Mark was on the, uh, you know, he was on the, he's the old school hating Tom bandwagon, though. Old school hating Tom bandwagon. Um, That was the reference, but I did it backwards. But anyways, hard, hard matchup. At the end of the day, for me, it wasn't, it was, it was, it wasn't all that much of a matchup at the end of the day for me. It had to be Mutt. It's just, 
it's so iconic with the blink with the blink scene and blink being in it there's just so many memories attached to mutt so. i literally just had a tiger fist bump in my seat yes, <laughs> yes. i think this is only my second my second one that i don't have that hasn't gone your way yeah mm. wow lucky you um pretty good I mean, that's what it should be, right? I am the middle. True. That's true. That's true. Um, well, on to the next one. We have Not Now, the final song that the band released before or sort of like after even they had broken up. It was on the Greatest Hits album. It also was on... It was a bonus track on the UK edition of the Untitled album, but um, not now. Became a fan favorite over time versus Wishing Well, which is a song on Neighborhoods. Great Tom track. And I'm going to start this one off. Uh, I love both of these songs, actually. And both, both strong Tom songs. For me... It's no question, not now. I think it's some of Tom's best work of his whole career. And it's just, I mean, it's one of their best songs from a musical standpoint, in my opinion. So for me, it's not now. I have another note here, and it says, again, two <laughs> super sleepers. <laughs> I also went not now. So did I. Ah. Cheers all around. Cheers all around. I want to say a little something about this song because I think it's interesting. Maybe not every Blink fan knows this. So the background of this song and the lyrics, I was watching like a little making a, like part of the, when Untitled came out, Blink had all this footage and I was digging back into some of it recently. And not now, Tom literally came up with the concept. Just goes to show about his songwriting ability. But he, he had this thought about when you when you die that, you know, let's say like you're in the hospital or something and you die, but that you still, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're still inside and able to sort of see your loved one that's there. And you want to like be able to tell them that you're, you're still there and don't, you know, don't leave. And, my interpretation, maybe, I don't know if he says this, but about maybe seeing them again one day, you know, when they get, when they get to the afterlife as well. And it's just, I don't know, it's, there's, it's a very deep, like, I just love the lyrics. Please stay until I'm gone. I'm here. Hold on to me. I'm right here waiting and take my one last breath. And don't forget that I will be right here waiting. Just like, I don't know. The lyrics hit me deep. Maybe I didn't do the best job explaining it, but Tom explains it a lot more eloquently in these behind the scene videos that you can find on YouTube. And I just, I feel like there's a lot of depth to this song and Tom put a lot of thought into it. And I just, I respect the fuck out of it. I think if, I think you did a great job explaining it. And I think you did it in a very subtle way that you didn't even know you did. And it was, the subtlest little sniffle. Oh my God. Right when you were getting to the meat of it. And I think that little sniffle says it all. 
More compliments from Kramer. I love it. Yeah, it's probably it's bad. It's bad. Uh, anyway, moving on, we've got Carousel, the first Blink song ever written, off Buddha. Also, then re-released on Cheshire Cat, but the Buddha version is the definitive. Versus the B side, I won't be home for Christmas. Which, before we answer this question, shout out to the other Christmas songs. Given this is our very special Christmas Blink Miss episode, Boxing Day, and not another Christmas song, both didn't quite make the cut for this bracket, but they deserve a shout out for Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Boxing Day is good. Good, man. It, it, that was, the no joke, the, the last song cut from this bracket. Very fucking great song. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on this one because I think, I think I'm the wild card on this one because I have a complete bias. And I love I Won't Be Home for Christmas. I don't know what it is about that song. But it's like one of my favorite songs. Dude, it's amazing. Fan fucking tastic song. I did go carousel, but this was a really hard one. Uh yeah. I'd never heard I Won't Be Home for Christmas, and I thought it was good as well, but Carousel's the only song that I know anything about because <laughs> Justin told me that one time. No, it's <laughs> Mike, you're fucking slaying me this whole time. I love it so much. Um, next round. Stay together for the kids or go. Stay together's off. Take off your pants and jacket. Go is off the untitled record. Uh, Mike, start us off on this one. Uh, I, I I went with stay together for the kids. I, I feel like go is, is kind of just a, a very middle of the road song for me. So that was that was my reasoning. Kramer, he said it best. Middle of the road, stay together for the kids. It's a great song. I karaokeed this song one time. It was really strange, but <laughs> the guy doing karaoke was a huge Blink fan, and he was kind of weird but kind of great. He had the the rabbit tattooed on his bicep. Wow. Which, yeah, I mean it was dope. Uh, and he started playing this and just, I already had sung like three blank songs. So it was probably 20 people in this bar and he like waved me up and I was like, this is, why are you playing this song? This is such a weird song to karaoke. And it was kind of beautiful. Hey, I love it. And I also obviously when stay together for the kids go is, is a great little like two minute song it's sort of like a little mark diddy and it, it is great but it stands no chance against stay together which is a heavyweight in my opinion you know what you know it's a great word what diddy 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 ah uh, pretty little diddy baby i love this next matchup both mark songs we have the party song versus don't leave Well, for me, it was no question. Party song. I want to talk to PTM here. I thought this was was very close, and both are both are really fun. But 
Party song is more fun. Wow. Party song. Party song. Party song. That will happen at every Blink show you ever go Yep. Well, used to. Yeah. Then they did Enemy of the State fully through, <laughs> and now people have seen it. But it used to be chanted pretty much every show. Um, yeah. What a fucking track. I mean, it's so fast. It's just. It's awesome. It's such a great one. Um, I will say this next matchup, I think, was maybe. I think there's been like two or three that I've said. I think there's two other ones I've said were like maybe the hardest ones of the initial. This was one of them for me. This I agree. We've got Apple Shampoo, absolute fan favorite from Dude Ranch versus Online Songs, an absolute fan favorite from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Both Mark tracks. I I don't really get Apple Shampoo, to be honest. I, it just doesn't connect with me at all. So go with Online Songs. I listen to both of these songs. I cannot fucking tell you how many times. In the end, I went with Apple Shampoo. Interesting. Interesting. Both of you. Interesting. There's one of these songs that just brings me back. And that's why I chose it. It just... It's such a unique song to that era. And just what goes on in it. I went online songs. I knew that. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> and I'm not mad about it either. Fucking great song. <clears throat> last one. Last first round matchup. I'm going to go first on this one. Adam's song. Very popular single off of Enema of the State. Versus the bonus track off Mark's green jacket edition of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Don't tell me it's over. I had a big upset here, boys. I went, don't tell me it's over. I fucking love Adam's song. But don't tell me it's over is such a fucking jam. I may have listened to that song maybe more than any other song this past week. I sort of forgot how much I loved it. For me, it was don't tell me it's over. Well, Kramer, do you do you echo this this upset? Do you echo this upset? Fuck yeah, I do. Oh, it's a big upset. <laughs> it's an easy choice. Look, I get it. Adam song is Adam song. It's super heartfelt. It's about their friend. It's it's a really really powerful song. I get it. But well, it's not even about their friend. Know, it's but, like a song about like depression on tour. But then it sort of took on that meaning. But it was right. Well, no, remember then friend. it then it took on the meaning because remember DJ AM died. At, remember we were literally going. Yeah, to yeah, show. I know we were at the show. So then it sort of took on a second meaning. But no, it's about like being on tour and being lonely from home. And then it sort of took on the suicide thing because unfortunately this like a kid killed himself while having the song on loop. But yeah, but yeah, it's like the first Blink sad song that was big. But wait, this is incredible. I did not think both of you were going to pick this. Don't tell me it's kind of a, it's kind of a banger. I was looking at the YouTube comments and everyone was like, "How is this song not not only how is this song not on the album? How is this song not a single?" All right. Going back to the top, we start with "I Miss You" versus "Mutt." And for me, I mean, 
Blink is always the voice inside my head. So it's I miss you. It's it is. It has to be. It's it's just like I feel like every time I say that I like this song, I feel like such a piece of trash. But I love this song. It's so (laughs) fucking good. I have no reservations about saying that. I mean, the when you go see this song live and now, of course, Matt Skiba is there in Tom's place. And when this and whether it was when it was Tom, now that it's Matt, when this verse starts, they don't even need to sing because the crowd is screaming it so loud. It's just insane. Where are you? Anyways, I won't I won't bore you with my terrible singing. So next round. Not now versus carousel. Well, I had. I did not have carousel. Right. So you have to just pick, do this on the spot. But I had not now. Moving on. Wow. It's got to be carousel. Well, the thing is, it doesn't have to be carousel because it's not now, oh, baby. Wow. Bang, bang. Again, you guys heard me rave about it a little bit ago. I think it is one of their best songs. Um and over, I'd say like at this point in my life, maybe the song, and this doesn't really give that much away about the future of the bracket. I'd just say at this point in my life, it's one of their songs that resonates with me the most. Um, next matchup. Oh, this was a hard one for me. Stay Together for the Kids versus Party Song. This was not a hard matchup. <laughs> Party Song. <laughs> Party song. Party song. <laughs> I did vote for party song. It's party song. Boys, it's party song. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Although it did str- – I did struggle because Stay Together I do think is one of their best like slower – it's one of their better like sort of sad songs I think. Um. Anyways, party song. All right. This next matchup, for me, I'm going to be – well, okay. This next matchup, online songs versus Don't Tell Me It's Over – I obviously had Apple Shampoo winning the initial round, but for me, it doesn't matter because Don't Tell Me It's Over won either way. I, I also have Don't Tell Me It's Over, continuing that Cinderella run. Wow. And the run would never have stopped because I also oh have Don't Tell Me That It's Over. So don't tell me that it's over. Wow. It isn't over. So... Wow, now we have two heavyweight rounds, in my opinion, coming up. The voice inside our, our Yeds, I miss you, or not now. I went not now. I went I miss you. It's I miss you. I'm not, yeah, mad, about that. I'm not mad about that. It has to be. Those, these are obviously from the same era, these songs, and have a somewhat similar feel and like the iconic nature of I miss you about the verse, about everything. It almost, and Kramer, yeah. I Months ago, I would have put I miss you over, but not now for me. I actually am going to just reveal this because it doesn't matter because it's not making it further. I actually had not now making it to the final four. Wow. Anyways, I just wanted that to be known. But I fucking love I Miss You. I'm not mad about this. 
I think like I'm hearing like Santa's sleigh bells or something in the background. I don't know if he like came early. He might have. No, you know what? It's very fitting. He he might have. No, I'll tell you what it is. I'm uh, I'm with. Oh boy, I'm with. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That's called dogs right there playing with toys. And uh, give me just five seconds, everyone. All right, I'm back. All right, so well now we got a big one. Party song versus the Cinderella run at the moment. Don't tell me it's over. It isn't over. It's not over. The party is over. Don't tell me it's over. <laughs> oh, my Continue. God. Continues the run. Kramer. I mean, it's party song. Party song is an absolute legendary Blink song. And you might not know it at first, which, Mike, I understand. I'm very surprised that Don't Tell Me beat it. But just go give party song about another 400 listens like I have. And you will understand how incredible this song is. I want you all to know, I listened to these two songs so many fucking times. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. The winner is going to be Party Song. Oh my god! I, I knew it was, and I was still on the edge so of my seat. Here's the thing: I'm gonna, I'm gonna come clean. I almost changed on the spot to "Don't Tell Me It's Over," <laughs> and I debated in my head, but you, if I could do it, but you know, here's the thing: how many insane Blink One Eighty Two fans on some forum would have come knocking on your door and killed you in your sleep? I actually almost did this prior to the podcast i almost had don't tell me it's over win because that's how much i've been enjoying it this week i had to step back and think of all of the memories with you kramer with my brother to this to party song and like sort of brought me back to reality a little bit but fuck man that that one really i think that hurts me the most of anyone in this matchup I'm, I'll tell you why I'm giving Party Song the edge. Both songs are about girls, and I love those songs. Party Song <laughs> is... Yes. That's what I thought you were going to say, too. <laughs> All right, I'm actually just going to stop. Party Song one, <laughs> fuck it. So, we're at the Elite Eight. Damn it versus First Date. What a fucking round. These choices are going to separate the men from the boys. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm supposed to pick damn it, but the answer is first date. So it, it's I'm riding a Tom train and the video is slightly better than damn it. Again, you know, this is the elite eight. You gotta, everything's going to be close, True, but it's first date. So I'll go second. I obviously am making this up on the fly because I had wasting time going up against Damn It. But here's what I'll say. Both legendary songs, Damn It and First Date. First Date, in my opinion, easily has the better music video. Damn It definitely has 
the most iconic line. Well, I guess this is growing up. And when it comes down to it, it's got to be damn it for me. It's just, it embodies pretty much everything I love about Blink-182. And I, I think if there was one song, yeah, it's got to be damn it for me. It's got to be damn it. It's really hard for me, this one, but I'm going damn it. If you thought that this song would not make it into a top four, then God damn it, you are wrong, Mike. <laughs> it's damn it. Oh my God. This is things are going to get bananas for the rest wow. of the bracket. Bananas. Damn it is in the bananas. final four. Next up, we have Dumpweed versus The Rock Show. It's no question personally for me. I didn't even have Rock Show in this round. It's Dumpweed. It's no question for me that it's The Rock Show. Ooh, I love that I get to pick up a Final Four. So it's no question for me that it's all those small things. Let's be clear. But that's a perfect. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that is a that's again, again, a perfect um, display of this conversation. And exactly, that's exactly what it should be, right? Dumpweed, rock show, all the small things. That is each tier of the fandom that's going on here. Rock show has had a nice run. But, oh my gosh. you know, it's it's going to be tough out there for everybody at this stage. And Dumpweed, riding high after some big victories, upsets in my opinion. Moves on oh. to the final wow. four. Wow. Wow, Mike. Wow. I just gave you a Tiger fist bump back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> Well, this next one, I mean, this was the, 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 the region of hell here. So this is going to be another tough one. So now we have Josie versus feeling this. I just want to say these may, I think these are the two most important Blink-182 songs to me. These two songs for me personally, this near killed me. With that said, I never had a doubt. And I just had to remember that everything's going to be fine because it's Josie. I thought it was. I thought that everything was going to be fine until you weren't feeling this <laughs> because it's feeling this. Are you nuts? You, I know that. Jo- I know. I know your love for Josie. I know it's my favorite. Sweet, it's it's my favorite Blink One Eighty Two song. I can say that definitively. Okay, so for the record, I had Always versus Josie. Uh, and Josie is also my favorite Blink-182 song. Town. I wanted to say that before, but I, I feel the need to say it now. And I had Always over Josie. Josie is my, my favorite Blink-182 that song. That doesn't make any always, sense. Always is a better song. See, this is... But oh, yeah. Does, I guess that's not how I'm choose. taking it. I'm t- I like... I get what you're saying, but like my favorite song ever by a band is trumping other stuff for me personally. 
I think there's there's a level for me in my picks at least where certain things can beat things in my mind because of impact but my favorite song is always gonna win especially when it's a song that's had a shit ton of impact and but now i'm in a tough position right because it's feeling this versus josie yeah you gotta make this up on the spot i will unfortunately have to go with josie not unfortunately but it's it is unfortunate it's it's really tough so i have to revert to josie because i didn't have feeling this in this round so here's the thing, guys. I had, I believe, three. We can go back and listen. I believe three before going into the top four ones that I actually didn't have. Everything in the top eight I had. That that was my actual top eight. Oh, my God. Wow. Yep. And now Dumpweed and Josie both make it into the top four, and I had feeling this in Rock Show. So many plays in Zebra House, really, is what I is what I think about with Josie. That just warmed my heart. It's just the music video is incredible. It has both marketing. I think you're voting um, for the wrong reasons. It just it's okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Kramer salty. Anyways, final song to go in to the final four. Is it gonna be "I Miss You" or is it gonna be? The party song. I have to make this one up on the spot. I am going to go. I got to go. I miss you. Part, party song. Always party song. It's it's I miss you. Oh, my God. Party has officially ended. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. There's the top four. Wow. See, that for me is one where. Party songs in probably my top. It's in like my top ten to fifteen songs. As is, I miss you. But it's like that's for me where the the impact takes over. Where it's like, I miss you is just so fucking legendary. So it's so, interest. That's interesting. So is party that's song. But like, I actually have, and I'll reveal this a little bit more once we finish the bracket, maybe. But I I wrote out my top like 15 blink songs and they're both on that list so anyways i miss you moves on so we have our four we have damn it dumpweed josie and i miss you as the four but we need a fifth so that it can round out a top five when this is all said and done so i think we have so i have my fifth i have my fifth just want to throw that out okay so the fifth is going to be between First date, rock show, feeling this, and party song. Mike, do you have a pick out of those three? First date. First date, no questions asked. I am going to go feeling this. This is really this my my bracket's completely busted. <laughs> it's completely busted. <laughs> the kid is he's worked up. Dude, it's like, oh, man. I didn't realize how smooth sailing I was going for me because I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Okay, this one, this one. I, I had just every pick. This was a March Madness bracket. I would be in the money for sure. Not anymore, though. I mean, so I have to, like, basically you're telling me I have to choose between Party Song, Rock Show, and Feeling This, all that made it to my top four. And First Date. 
Although uh, that's first, not first taste didn't make it. To me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you do. And then if if we all choose a different song, we're gonna have to figure out a way to do this. I know what my three favorite Blink One Eighty Two songs are, and it kills me that these. I guess I was just expecting these to go one, two, three in my mind. <laughs> so I have to go feeling this. It's number five. Number five. It's bullshit. <laughs> I feel your pain like a couple of that's a that's a disgrace to that song okay let me tell you it's number two in my mind what a joke oh my god all right feeling this is number five we know Mike disagrees he thinks it should be first date and and first date's fucking fantastic no hate to the song at all We've got the final four. Let's finish this thing. Damn it versus Dumpweed. Kramer, take the floor. These are two heavy hitters. I mean, this is the thing, look. These are two excellent matchups. And you know what? There's there's no love lost. Okay. But damn it moves on. Well, I also agree that these are two of the heaviest hitters possible. And I could really go back and forth, back and forth on these two. But earlier this year, Kramer, when you and me did something somewhat similar to this with my brother, I learned that a certain song had a lot more meaning to me than than I really had fully known. And that song's Dumpweed, and that's why Dumpweed has to make it to the final. Ooh, yes, I get to pick one in the final. <laughs> oh, man, okay. Yeah, damn it. I mean, damn it's a powerhouse. It's, it's loaded with first-round talent, you know. Number one picks all over there. Dumpweed, a team of wily vets. A lot of seniors. They've been playing together for a long time. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's that one and done talent on damn it. It just can't yep. be ignored. Wow. Yeah, it can't be ignored. It can't be ignored. Wow. It cannot. Okay. Damn it. Move to the final. And now, Josie versus I Miss You. I'm Josie. We all know this. This is an easy choice for me. It's Josie. Oh! Just be. Oh my god. Yeah, just because. Yes, yeah, just oh my god. Wow. 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 So Josie versus Dammit. I mean Were you gonna go Josie, Mike? In in that that round, Josie, I miss you. So I I think I've had to make this clear, but you know, I've just had to get real with Josie. It is my favorite song, but but I have to admit trying to be as objective as possible there are better songs and i miss you is one of them see i don't we have a we have a different philosophy a little bit on this you and me because i i think i'm somewhere in the in the middle i don't think you have to be objective when you're picking your favorite song wow that's an interesting point you want to know why 
Or go ahead, finish your thought. Finish your thought. No, that's that. I guess was the the just. I understand though where where that sentiment's coming from. I just personally don't agree with it because I think you're saying you would pick a song to be. You would pick a song that's like not your favorite song to be your favorite song. That to me just. I get what like could be said about it well, but I'm taking into account the impact and like that maybe objectively I think it's a better song, but but you don't think it's a better song in your heart. So it's like That's not true. I do think it's I do think it's a better song. The better song best is not my favorite necessarily. Uh see I I understand that. I'm just I am someone that that and you guys know this about me. I'm I think this, like if something's my favorite, I believe in it so much that I do think it's the best. And anyways, we have two do the two biggest songs off Dude Ranch going against each other. Here's the thing. I like where we're at right now. I like where you know no no. Let me start over. I like where Mike is at right now. Because I feel like he is now gone from the most casual fan to the perfect medium of the heavyweight battles of heavyweight battles. And now here's the thing, Justin, I want you to remind all of our listeners of the two final songs. Just just say them out loud. Damn it. And Josie. And which one of those songs is your favorite song? Josie. And which one of those songs is my favorite Blink-182 song. Damn it. So can I can I jump ahead and that means that I get to pick the winner? Yes. Yep. Okay. First of all, to go against everything Kramer just said, I have to tell you, my final matchup is delightfully casual. It was first date versus always. And first date is the best Blink-182 song out there. So take that. I'm <laughs> wow. as casual as they go. Wow. Fuck you guys. Can we say our, our what our final matchups were before we find... The, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Mine was Damn It and Feeling This. Mine was Dumpweed and Josie. Well, okay. God, it feels great to be here. I'm so glad that I ended up picking the winner. <laughs> All 64 songs. Uh, I already know where this is going. <laughs> Look... Look, I'm sorry. A, a wise man once said, just because it's your favorite song doesn't mean it's the best song. That man was wrong. It's Josie. Josie's the best song. Oh, my God. Well, I guess this is growing up. my God. I am truly mind blown. I thought for sure you were going damn it after that whole speech. You see what he did there? <laughs> Mike is just dying. I'm so I'm so happy. It's my favorite song. And it <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I didn't, even have, wrong, to, didn't even have to push Josie through. Oh my god. Wow. I really I, I gotta be honest, Mike. When I was filling this out, because for me Josie was always gonna win. It Although I have to say, when Josie went up against feeling this, I was like, this is the hardest fucking one ever. But yeah, that was, I mean, for me, it wasn't. But but anyways, the fact that it actually made it to the finals 
and then now has won is just insane to me. But I have to say, when I was thinking about you and what I know about what you like, Mike, in my heart, I, I had no clue for sure. But I was like, I feel like Mike would be a Josie guy. Not necessarily your favorite song, but I was like, I know that Mike is going to fuck with Josie. Like, at, at the very least, I knew you'd like Josie quite a bit. So it really warms my heart that that's your favorite song as well. And, you know, and I want everyone to say something, but what I just want to say about Josie, because I know Kramer, of course, disagrees. And look, damn it, it is probably, if not their very most, one of the three most, like, defining Blink songs. That is unquestionable. The line, well, I guess this is growing up, it can be related to so many times in life. It is a legendary song. To me, that does not have to make it the best because Josie, it does very similar things that Damn It does in that, well, you know, no, no, no. It does different things. What Josie does is it has both Mark and Tom in it. I love that Tom does the chorus. Mark does everything else. It has the most energetic, like, intro of a Blink song. The drop into Yeah, My Girlfriend is one of a kind in their discography. It has, I think, a top three Blink music video. I think that and First Date, and I might be missing one, but those two are the two that come to mind when I think of their best music videos. And it just is so simple yet wonderful. It's it's a love song. It's makes me just think about when I need to calm down, it just makes me, everything's going to be fine. It just makes me think everything is going to be fine. Also one of the most legendary announcements. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad about it. You're right. But again, just everything you just said. I know you compared the lines, but everything you just said about Josie, you can say about damn it. And I'm I'm happy. I am happy with with either choice. I'm happy that this came down to the top two, which was also best friend against best friend in a head to head gloves off competition. I think with with Josie, my my thing, and the reason why I didn't necessarily vote it uh, into the the final four and then beyond is, I just feel like Josie is, it's just it's one hundred percent about the feeling that it gives you. And I don't necessarily think it's like, like it's, it's, you know, it's always like off the beat and like they don't have the right number of syllables in this, like the, the, the word, in the lines. And it makes for like a potentially awkward construction to a song. And it doesn't fucking matter. And that's the point. And that's like what's so sort of blinky about it. But compared to some of these other songs that are more polished, that's why I initially sort of didn't put it in. But. It's it still gets the most play. It's again, it's my favorite song. It's it's been my favorite song for a while, and and yeah, I mean, I listened to it a lot when I was younger. As we said, it was a play in Zebra House constantly, and uh, you know, it's I don't listen to Blink that often, but if I do, it's definitely in a a very small rotation. So that's what does it for me. That was beautiful. The feel is so important to me. Music's about how it makes you feel. That's a special thing. So I think 
you saying that is just another layer to what makes the song special. Well, there it is. Josie, number one, a three-hour battle. I'm spent emotionally and emotionally. So we'll say the top five. It's feeling this. Then between Dumpweed and I Miss You, what wins between those two? Dumpweed, right? I miss you. I guess I get to decide one thing. Let's see. Ooh. I'm going Dumpweed. Yeah. So we've got we've got Feeling This at five. I miss you at four. Dumpweed at three. Damn it at two. Josie at one. I'm okay. That's a, that's a very strong top five. Agreed. I all five of those songs are in my top fifteen Blink songs. Maybe actually all of those are in my top ten. Actually, I think all of those are in my top ten. Well, well, that was long as fuck, boys. It, folks. Josie came out victorious. Who would have thunk it? It's been a fun week, y'all. If you want to hit us up with your top five Blink lists, find us on Instagram at Top Fives and Deep Dives. Find us on Twitter at Top Dives. And you can email us at Top Fives and Deep Dives at gmail.com. We want to thank the one, the only, Peaches and Crames, Party Dave, Crame Sauce, for coming on here with us. Thanks, boys. It was a ride. Peace out, y'all. Well, I guess this is growing up. Top Fives and Deep Dives with Town of PTM. Top Fives and Deep Dives with Town of PTM. Top Fives and Deep Dives with Town of PTM. Top Fives and Deep Dives with Town of PTM. My favorite director would have to be Mark.